Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sun Rental. Michael Cotton. Sun Rental. Michael Cotton. Sun Rental and the love of old Lucy. Boutros Golly. Michael. Sun Rental. Cotton. Sun Rental and the love of old Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sun Rental. Welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. It's the Danny Rocket birthday spectacular. We have a literal cavalcade of stars uh, coming. We're, we're coming to you live on uh, StreamYard, which I purchased this morning after not sleeping all night last night. So uh, welcome to my birthday party. Uh, cheers, everybody. I'm drinking a berry-flavored Truly. What are you, what are you drinking there, Crawley? Uh, this one's one of my personal favorites here. It is a Club 400 Lager from Crystal Lake Brewing. Uh, good for nine innings and beyond. I've, I got one in the pen. I got a Club nice. 400 in the pen. My birthday now sponsored officially by Club 400. So um, this is an idea that came to me uh, uh, last night. And, uh, I mean, I've been doing this show, The Rant, with uh, Mr. Evan Altman. And uh, we've been having a good – and John Felice, we've been having a good time doing that show every day at 3.30 and I thought, what if I just threw my birthday party on something like this? So I signed on up. I told you, Crawley, we were going to record a show anyway. I said, hey, let's do this live. Let's uh, let's make it a birthday party. And then I thought, let me invite everybody I know. So we should get started because I got new people coming every 15 minutes on the show. We're going to try to keep it moving. And um, I guess we'll start by bringing on uh, – first, let's bring on my little sister – this is my little sister. Uh, we'll call her Snibs. You got to unmute yourself. You're muted. <laughs> now that's see, my sister's a smart, uh, smart woman because she knows to mute to mute herself in Zoom meetings. And also, let me introduce you to my mother, Marilyn Robbins, uh, the one that introduced me to being Cubs fan. And um, well, you and Dad, right. big baseball fan. And um, mom, can we hear you? Hello there. Hi. You don't. You don't have to yell. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, but um, <laughs> thanks. I I have to say I would not have uh have ha- had a birthday today if it wasn't for you and dad. You did most of the work there. All dad seemed to do was drive you around. Well, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> so. I got I got some pictures of um of that time I guess see that's me at um this is my birthday party so I can do what I want so I'm going to be very egotistically showing pictures of what a cute baby I was um 
So what was I, one there, Mom? No, not quite. I think you were nine months. See, I already looked one even at nine months. I was ahead of my time. <laughs> Did you uh, have a good jump shot? Looks like you got a basketball there. Yeah, look at that. I mean, it, it wasn't my sport. I never really grew much more than this. Or my hair. My, right. my hair did grow a little bit more. But um, there's me. How old was I there, Mom? Uh, two and a half. See, I look four. <laughs> and, that, and then, uh, I don't know, that was cut off. Look at that. Now, every kid, Crawley, you must have had this haircut in the 80s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just shocked at how you kind of look like Danny Bonaducci a little bit. <laughs> I really do. Um, so and then I'm really glad you could include oh, mom's tablecloth in that last photo too. That's really I mean, important content. <laughs> and then um, now I, I got to show you this one because at some point I just I got into the I got into the cookies. I got into the cookies. And uh, all's well that ends well because this is sometime during high school. So I I love oh, it. look at that guy. Woo. But I I I thought I'd share with you all just and I I want to have to play the whole thing, but um. I'll take off that goofy looking picture of me. Um, I found some videos that my uncle Bob took of me playing baseball back in the day. And um, let, let's let's just show one of them real quick and we can all walk. So I should say they didn't have a uniform that fit me. So I made my own out of a sweatshirt. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Hey, Danny. Can I do an interview? Can I do an interview? Okay, here we go. Don't come too near me. Hi, Dan. What's the name of your team here? The Falcons. The Falcons. You starting tonight? What do you think? What do you think? What's the strategy? Strategy? I don't know, Steve. I don't know, Steve. Yeah, who's going to kill him? Yeah, who's going to kill him? Strategy is to kill him tonight. Is Steve your starting pitcher? Yeah, Steve's your starting pitcher. Where's Steve? There's Steve. There's Steve. All right, the battery tonight. Big Steve of the Falcon. Big Bad Danny. Big Bad Danny, the catcher. So, what's their pitcher specialty? Fastball, curveball, what? Fastball. Fastball. Fastball? Oh, yeah, no forkball. Spitball is the best one. What you do, quit on it and throw it at you? You got to clean your glove out every time you throw the ball, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. That's no problem. So, you're going to start tonight. What number are you batting for? Clean up? I don't know. Probably five. Probably fifth? Cool. That's cool. Well, that's clean up, you know. That's why I want to clean up. That's a home run hitter. It's a nice park here, Dan. No, it's for the outfield. Full of, full, of full, of full of ditches. Full of ditches out there? Oh, yeah? What place, oh, yeah? What place, what place, what place are you, you guys in now? Fourth. Fourth. Fourth place? How many more games? You just started the season, didn't you? Yeah, but we were about third, like fourth, out of, third or fourth out of like the All right. All right. Well, this is for Channel 9 News now. See, this interview will be with you and Steve. You and Steve. Still over there? All right. Well, you know, we'll end this interview here, so we'll get Chad Bat and catch him a few balls, you know. This can be good. So we're signing off. We'll talk to you later. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Starting catcher, Danny Robbins. He's wild. He's wild. There's Steve over there. There's Steve. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why. I didn't know it would just be odd, like my high school picture. So, yeah. Um, so, I got to tell the story of that uniform because uh, I, I took a sweatshirt because I showed up. There were too many fat kids on my team, and I missed the day 
that they handed out the uniforms. And so all the fat kid jerseys, and there were only about two or three per team. And we had like four fat kids. Well, guess I had the fourth fat kid to show up. They didn't have a uniform to fit me. So I, I uh, took a, um, I got a sweatshirt that I had and cut off the sleeves because I thought it made my muscles look big and um, put uh, two double zeros on the back. So, and, and I think I, we- I weighed 40 pounds more than I do right now. I got to say, I was, I was determining if you looked more like Ron Coomer or Matt Stairs circa 2001 Cubs. <laughs> well, I, I thought Babe Ruth. That's what I was thinking. At the time. But I, I, I can't let, you know, just myself get embarrassed because we have Alyssa on the show and I have some classic footage. Mom, you'll remember this of Alyssa in the field. I, I think she must have been what seven. Um, I don't know. How old were you, Liz? Dad, 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 anybody so active in the infield, bouncing up and down, telling everybody to be quiet out there? Moves on talking to a coach back there. Flexing a belt buckle of pants. Sorry, uh, no, you, you, seem, you seem to be praying to God with every single strike. <laughs> him, you know, I was a very thankful player. I, you know, like Sammy used to shoot to one to the to the heavens. That's what I was doing. Well, it, it, you got to be thankful. I saw. <laughs> I, I saw later in the video your team was the Alligators. They were, and they screwed up our hats and shirts. So you might have noticed we had bright blue hats and purple shirts. They <laughs> messed that up. Um, so the other team had bright blue shirts and purple hats. I'm going to say, though, Danny, if I had to pick, if we were choosing teams, I think I would have picked Alyssa over you back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I taught her everything she knew. I mean, <laughs> the only worry that I have is that she was playing shortstop from that clip, and she kind of reminded me of Starlin Castro. So, like, occasionally she'd be kind of, like, looking at the clouds, adjusting the belt. So I was a little nervous about that, but I still think I'd pick her over you, Danny. <laughs> but, yeah, Mom, you drove us to all those games, and our other sister, Amy, also played, too. Yeah, yeah. We always played, and, and you instilled in us a love of baseball. I think you and Dad took us to games. I know Dad took me to some game, like, in Pittsburgh one time. He did? Huh. I don't know. We were driving from D.C. to Chicago, and we were just happened to stop at a game. I, I, I don't remember. I was very young, but Wrigley was the first memory. I, actually, the, my first memory is going to the South Side because, Mom, you grew up a South uh, a South Sider and a South Side Sox fan. So I, yeah, I did. Even though we lived on the North Side, my dad was a real Sox fan, and all his friends were. So I used to take my brothers and go to Sox Park. On Ladies' Day. 
and it was it was a lot of fun. It was a quarter to get in on Ladies' Day. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, who were your favorite players? Uh, Nellie Fox, Minnie Minoso. I think there was uh, was a Rodriguez. Um, what's his name? Yeah, mainly those two that I remember. Been a while now. <laughs> I think I asked you once if you had a crush on Nellie Fox. Was like that your dude? Like your baseball crush of your in the in the fifties? It's like because the Sox were good, didn't they win in like fifty yeah. or something like that? Yeah, that was, they won the division. I think uh, that was the famous uh, Go Go White Sox. Yeah, yeah, it was nineteen fifty nine or something like that. But we used to have them on the radio all the time and uh we only my dad would not my yeah my dad would go with a businessman friend that he had who used to get tickets to go to Comiskey Park and then he would be able to go but we all listened on the radio so we were we were excited yeah <clears throat> and how, now how did you become a Cubs fan was it just through moving back because we lived in Virginia for a while and then we moved back in 82 or 83, 82. Also though, in between that time, I taught in Detroit. So I was a Detroit Tigers fan in between there. Because my dad, our dad, uh, me and Lissa's dad was a Detroit Tigers fan and he loved Al Kaline and those guys, but, and he would always keep score in all the games too. Tons of scorecards and yeah, yeah, and uh, I remember when the Tigers they were in the playoffs and Dad was having surgery, and he wasn't quite out of uh, rehab not rehab what do you call it out of the anesthesia yet so I was watching the game while he was coming out of it and then all of a sudden he comes out of it and he's going oh could you get me a drink could you get me some water and and I said no no they're at a really good part now. <laughs> <laughs> the bases are loaded, Jim. Not right now. <laughs> I don't care how thirsty you are, man. Can you wait a minute, please? <laughs> he was very thirsty. He was coming out of rehab, apparently. Rehab. <laughs> <So. laughs> so so Sibs and Mom, what can you tell us about young? Young Danny Rocket. Now, I know, Mom, that you were a nun at one point or almost a nun to some degree. That that had to have helped when it came to raising Danny. <laughs> yes, the patience one needed, yeah. No, no, I was for 11 years. But um, when I had Danny, what I was going to tell you guys is that what you see now is also what we saw when he was little because – even when he was nine months old, he'd be sitting in his high chair and he's, he'd be making things out of a piece of toast. And then, you know, he would hold it up and say, train or whatever it was, and he'd be doing that. And then one time um, when he was two years old, we're driving down the expressway and there was a big traffic jam and he rolls down the window and he asks the people in the car next to us, you want to come for coffee? <laughs> he was inviting them to our house for coffee. <laughs> or 
the time that Harper's Ferry went, because we lived in Virginia at Harper's Ferry, um, we stopped in the restaurant later, and before he got into the booster chair, he went to the couple sitting next to us, and it was a black couple, and he says, they were really mean to the black people. And the, the man looked at him and says, yeah, man, yeah, man. Little, little two-year-old, you know. I had, I had learned about, you know, slavery and everything yeah. at Harper's Ferry and the Civil War and stuff. And I, I, I would always run around the restaurants and talk to everybody. And uh, now we're talking uh, live on, on YouTube. Yeah, okay. yeah. But um, so, Alyssa, thanks for showing up. Alyssa sent me uh, tons of uh, – you didn't send me this one because I had some in the hole already – but uh, she sent me a bunch of White Claws. I had some Trulies already. So she knows what I like. And a bottle of vodka. And, um, you know, also she was going to get married this year. And it, it, it all got COVID-19 out. So I just want to recognize that we're all sad about that over here. Because that would have been fun. We were going to go to a – baseball was part of that. We were going to go. We were going to go to the Coney Island Cyclones, and uh, that would have been a lot of fun to see the fireworks on 4th of July and stuff. So it's all postponed a year, but hopefully the Cyclones aren't one of the minor league teams that get cut out of the minors because <laughs> Manfred took the ax to it all. So, yeah. well, we're, we're already uh, running behind in our uh, birthday spectacular show, and so we're just kind of uh-huh. like – ushering people in and out of, of everything. But, you know, I love you guys, and thanks for coming on the birthday show. Okay, and okay. Um, thanks for being my sister, and thanks for being my mom, and thanks for, like, having such fun watching the Cubs over the years. Like, I always think about all being together watching the Mother's Day Javier Baez walk-off home run yeah, yeah. in your living room with the whole family together. It's always going to be a very special moment. I know we have a lot, a lot of those moments together, and yeah. it makes sense that you'd be on a Cubs show right now. <laughs> well, thanks for having us, Danny, and we love you too. And again, happy birthday. 40 happy birthday. <laughs> Thank Bye, you. Holly. Nice to see you. Good to see you. Take care. Okay, we'll sign off then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're just we got to learn how to do this. I got to. How do I get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm looking for you. I'll, I'll get you out. There you go. All right, so she's gone, and uh, we'll bring uh, Bleacher Jeff here. He was. Uh, oh, hey. Hey, hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you, uh, Bleacher Jeff, downstairs making me a hamburger so I don't get too drunk and not and uh, mm-hmm. well screw up this show, which I, I, mean, I will. It's that's why we're starting early. This is oh, a bubble burger, nothing too fancy, so don't get too spoiled. Yeah, well, you know, I, I gotta ask you, Danny. You know, Bleacher Jeff is the one that always starts the "Let's Go Cubs" chant by banging on the sign on the bleachers. Does he ever bang on the roof or the walls of the apartment to kind of, well, you know, <laughs> give me ideas, not crawling? Yeah, I mean, we we're we're social distance by at least a floor and a half. Oh yeah, we gotta have some room. Yeah, we yeah, I don't I don't know if I would uh I would uh I would say I could even hear you bang. I can't hear you banging music down there. I'm pretty loud too, I feel like. So, no one said anything. Yeah. Else, so. Yeah, these are you know, these old buildings that we live in, they have thick thick walls. Yeah, they're concrete. It's like a bunker in here. It really is. 
So uh, just so to, I guess we should continue the cavalcade of stars. And I do want to mention um, that uh, uh, Bleacher Jeff, it, there's a Zoom party yeah. going on. So let's bring that on and see what we're looking at here. Uh, uh, Nate and Chase and me. Okay, Nate, Chase, it's a Zoom party. And then I guess there's music going on in there. No, there's not yet. I haven't yet. yet. But this this is a side. I'm sure. I Chase, feel like everybody wants to listen to you guys talk, so I don't think I want to bomb them with music. Well, okay. The after party will be banging. They'll get sick of that soon. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for being in the Zoom parties. So this is just a random idea. As I said, we're just making this up. But we're gonna bring on right now. Um, we're gonna first we'll bring on Nicole. It's my girlfriend Nicole. Hi, everybody. Been together a long, long, beautiful, wonderful time, and she's done such wonderful things for me. <laughs> birthday, she had the entire theater singing to me outside, for socially distanced from like I, I felt like Juliet, you know, in uh, Romeo and Juliet or Rapunzel <laughs> or something, letting down my hair. And um, you know, Nicole's a, a huge part of like my Cubs fandom, like. When we got together again, because we dated years and years and years ago in the 90s, and then we reconnected after – a lot of people have heard this story already – after a game at Wrigley Field through uh, Lyle, Lyle Aker, who a lot of you guys know. And uh, anyway, we decided we're going to go see a bunch of baseball games and fall back in love. And so that's what we did to make a long story short. We're still together, and uh, unfortunately, we can't watch baseball together anymore. So uh, Crawley left, so I'm going to replace Crawley, Crawley with Gary. Howdy. And there's and Gary. Dave, Happy birthday. Thank you very much, Gary. And Gary's in the in the house because a uh, huge part of it all as well. 2016 World Series, we went together. We went on tons and tons of tours. <laughs> I shouldn't mention Gary's an Indians fan. We, and we went in together <laughs> and we came out apart, I think. But, yeah. <laughs> We Sorry, st- Gary. We sacrificed <laughs> Gary to the. There's always next year. Oh wait, World Series gods. Um, <laughs> There's always a half a year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, we went on tons of uh, musical tours. We played out with Bad Teenage Mustache, and also I'll introduce um, Algin. There we go. Sitting in the dark somehow. I don't know. We're- <laughs> <laughs> See him. It's, it's Algin's not working somehow. Let's remove him, and we'll bring him back. Algin. I feel – can we even hear you, Algin? Say something. I don't know. Maybe he comes through. Maybe he does it. I see his picture in the – but we'll we'll see. But I like the uh, crawl on the bottom of the screen there. It's like I'm watching Bloomberg or something. Yeah, it's actually annoying me. I the, keep thinking it's going to say something different. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take it off. Uh, we're going to switch it to this. There we- God <laughs> damn it, I knew that was coming up. <laughs> Uh, if, how about we switch it to this one? Please excuse Michael. He is a <laughs> because Michael Cotton is calling in right now as well. He's trying to call in. I'll I'll bring you in in a second, Al. But Michael, oh, Cotton. there he is. There he is. Hello. Hey. Hey. Michael, how do you feel about the DH coming to uh, Bulls Uh-oh. League? Hey, first off, happy birthday. Yeah. Keep your eyes on the road. Mute your stream. Me and my partner, uh, Eli, over here in the other seat. Hey, happy birthday. Thank you. This is is super illegal. 
Yeah, well, it, it's an actual terrible. Ter- it's terribly unentertaining right now, too. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we can barely, we can barely hear you. Get, There's no one else on the road. Yeah, what, why don't you get off the road and then call back in? Well, I, uh, I can't get off the road until like midnight. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, Mike, just, now that I got it up to my mouth here. Good, good. Now, real quick, uh, just just give me your two cents about because we're going to do something else, but you called in. Um, so uh, let me know, how do you feel about the designated hitter? It's looking like a done deal. Both leagues, your dreams are dashed. How you feeling? Can you say these words in front of your sons who are in the cab next to you? <laughs> oh, he's heard it. He's heard it before. No, this is, I mean, hey, it's, it's total bullshit. Uh, goddamn... Rob Manfred and the Billionaire Fucking Boys Club, they're all getting they're all getting excited over this pandemic bullshit. They're they're cutting the minor leagues, they're cutting players, they're cutting the draft, and now they're gonna you know, they're gonna make one league. There's there's not gonna be any need for an American league or a national league. It's just gonna be one league and they're gonna let uh, 15 teams in the fucking playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty soon we're going to have a goddamn World Series champion that has a, a losing record for the season. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. they're pushing all this shit through, and everybody's fucking joyously just taking, hey, now we got the DH. Oh, it's going to be so great. Hey, everybody, DH doesn't do shit. It accounts for 150 runs over the entire season for the whole fucking league. That's it. <laughs> Ten runs per team over 162 games. Please tell me where all this fucking offense is, you assholes. <laughs> and we'll so never get to see the pitchers get out there and smack one off the wall or get a big hit in a big situation just for the it, – it's awesome. Bartolo Colon, his career's over. Travis Wood. No. Travis Wood was another famous one that could hit him out. I don't know. I could keep going, but you know, some every every so often I look up and I realize I'm driving down the road. Yeah, hey, yeah. Michael, I got a question. You were not too happy with David Kaplan today either, huh? Now I've lost you. You were not too happy about David Kaplan today. I, I don't think he can hear us. We'll we'll, we'll hang nope. up on Michael, and we're, we're going to bring we're going to we're going to bring Algin into the conversation here. Let's see if it works this time. No, it's it's not working. Huh? There he is. There he is. Oh, can we hear oh, you? Man. It's not working that great. He's just looking at us like we got nine heads. Algin, Algin, Earth to Algin, come in. Yeah, I mean, I I can barely hear you. Guys, oh, there it is. And turn them shits up. Yeah, turn it up. Turn it up or go to the ear hearing doctor. Well, anyway, I just wanted to bring you on so I could play you all a video. Happy happy birthday, Danny, if you can hear me. I can. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> I don't know if you... Video gold. Oh. It really is. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to be here. Glad to see you all, guys, you know. I should mention and Gary. It's a great Nicole, thing you're, you're doing here. We've been playing. We've been playing music together for a lot of years. Jeff's going to play. <clears something throat> now. I mean, not not plugged in or anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
Uh, no, we've been playing music together. I don't know what you're saying. First went out with Bad Teenage Mustache, like 2014. We went on the road. We watched the gig in a game tours. Uh, but Gary and I went all the way to the West Coast and back. We went to the East Coast and back with the, in, a, in a Kia, all smashed in together. So I just wanted to play. The only way to travel. Yeah, yeah. and we just had such yeah. a yeah, and uh, I got that. I understood Kia all smashed together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, about to, you're about to see. I'm, I'm looking for the, um, I'm looking for the track. Do you know which one it is, Crawley? Yeah, you want me here? I can get it on there for That's you. That's just a picture. Um, because it, it's some of the pictures <clears throat> that I see. I have a question for you, Danny, for your birthday spectacular. Why are we doing it? Why is it this is your life? I don't know. I just thought of it last <laughs> night. I mean, why not? Yeah, just like, I was like, just oh, a little concerned about the implications. But do you remember there was that old show back in the day, This Is Your Life? And they this used is to kind of have. feels like, yes. <laughs> right. And so they used to have the person behind there and be like, Danny, we got drunk at Gay's Nice in karaoke yeah. all night. <clears throat> Who's the and then all of a sudden, boom, someone would roll out. It was just great. Hey, if I, I say we do this every day. Just talk, <laughs> just talk about the shit I did that was fun because it was fun. And right. here it is. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this on. Oh, can you see it? Pack the Kia to Columbus. To Columbus. Clippers baseball. Clippers baseball. Yeah. Oh no! What happened? Pack the Kia to Columbus. Clippers baseball. Saw Jim Deshaies' picture. Soriano played with Ted Lilly. We saw burger races, hot dog raced Gary, Cubby Rhodes, rock and roll, play a gig, make some dough, broke a port swing, all's in fixed it, rock and roll. Cubby Roads, Cincinnati, Bryant's Homers, Corey's daughter, one at the casino, 15 innings, hanging with these guys, Al's walking on water, the Kentucky side, Cubby Rock and roll, Lee and Grant, Pedro Strove at the sound check, Poor Contreras, rock and roll, Cubby Rhodes, New York City, posed with mufflers, sold my t-shirt, then I ate a sausage. Auto races, do not smoke inside. Watch the Cubbies losing. Barbecue and Mike's 
Frankie Wood books the room. A Mets fan brought a broom. Cabbies meet up. Random baseball, rock and roll, Cubby Rhodes, Airbnb. Out in Cleveland, Miller, Fillmore We visited Ray Chapman at his Indian's grave We kinda sucked at ping pong, played at Wilbert's Where they have a lamp that is a lake It's a lake Hit the road Pack the car To my cousin's backyard Off to Pittsburgh Baseball cookie Play a show At Hambones Cubby Roads Rock and roll With my girl Friend Nicole Cubs and Pirates Rock and roll, Cubby Rose. Rock and roll, Cubby Rose. Rock and roll, Cubby Rose. So good! Let's go, Cubbies! God, we were, so, we were so obnoxious that night. <laughs> ha, as you should be. I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> actual emotions on the San Juan show. I know. It happened to me, too. I watched that the other day. I just kind of came back across it, and I was like, fucking great times, you know? Like, yeah. all crazy shit, like, playing ping pong and you know, <laughs> all those gigs and... You know, packing in that Kia and like you know, we saw minor league baseball, major league baseball in tons of different cities. And then after that, the Cubs won the World Series. And it's all because of our incredible fandom all year. I got to ask Nicole, Nicole, you know, what is the story? What happened exactly to get you a black guy in Dodger Stadium? <laughs> oh, I could bring up that picture. Oh, man. Nothing. I wasn't doing anything. I was walking back from smoking. I was drunk. So I was a little just, you know, rowdy, but I was by myself and smoking and like, no big deal. I'm just out here by myself. And I walked back and I saw a scuffle. Can you guys hear me? I I saw a scuffle up ahead of me. 
And it was like a fight, but it quickly got broken up. And so I'm just walking with a smile on my face. And this dude saw me and he was like, turned around from the fight. And he was like, rah, rah, fuck this, fuck this. And he just saw me and he just elbowed me in the face. And I just went down. And oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm such a mess from that video. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up on Twitter and I can't find it. I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to share that in the future. I, too bad. I, I should actually always have that ready to go. I, 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 I muted Jeff real quick. Jeff, I muted you real quick. You can unmute yourself. But Just in case you want to blackmail yourself. Is that- <laughs> the funny part about that story is the next day we went to the game again and um, I had dropped $20 out of my purse. And this cop came up to me and she's like, did you drop this $20? And I've totally forget that I have a black eye. And I was like, oh, man, probably. I'm such a disaster. My boyfriend always gets so mad at me because I'm careless with money. And she was like, he does. He does. And I was like, "Um, yeah. And I look over at Danny, and he's like, oh, my God, shut up, Nicole. Look at your eye. Well, the thing that always cracks me up is, Nicole, you know, know, is that when I first met you, I'm like, she's cool, but she's, like, tough, man. Like, I wouldn't mess with her, you know? So then when I saw you with the black eye, I was like, oh, my God, how the – like, if there's one person you – like, I just wouldn't pick a fight with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been in fights before, but, I mean, this guy just totally sucker elbowed me. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was just a pure moment of hatred. I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he got taken away by the campus police or whatever. Yeah, you know, it just gives me one more reason to hate Dodgers fans, so it's cool. You know, you took one for the team. Yeah, it was brutal there. I mean, we got messed with all weekend. I was shocked. I mean, I didn't realize. I've been to a lot of ballparks, and I've never felt so much just, you know. They're notorious for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like Cleveland where they were a bunch of pushovers, right, Gary? (laughs) Like congratulations. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I mean, Cincinnati can be kind of nasty too. So, oh yeah, for that matter. Yeah, I mean that's why I am tough because that's where I'm yeah. from. Yeah, Cincinnati is pretty hardcore. But but before before we uh, move on to, we got Corey uh, Finneran of the longest running Cubs podcast, the IVNB show. Uh, it, coming up, he's waiting in the wings. But I want to tell a story about Gary real quick, and it's uh, gonna it's the World Series, right? So Gary goes on all these tours with me all year. I, did I call you that morning or the night before and say, Gary, we're going to the World Series. I bought you a ticket. Oh, it was at least – you gave me at least 24 hours notice, I think. Okay. <laughs> like, but Gary had done all this shit for me, and, and, like, I never paid him. He's just, like, sleeping on the floor and, you know, driving the long, the shitty hours in the middle of the night and, and playing keyboards, and we're having a good time, but – uh, anyway, we're at game six. We go to the game. Addison Russell hits that home run, uh, the grand slam. It was and ugly, ugly. Kind of puts the game away. And we're up there with Gary. Gary's an Indian fan. And I, and I, I think, don't think it was – there was a misplay in the top of the first or second, like right off the bat in the outfield and on end runs and the whole thing. Yeah, and so it was a total mess for the Indians. Remind <laughs> Thank me. you very much. Yeah, thank you. And so, but here's but when the three one lead was being blown, me and Gary were sitting right next to each other. You know, Cub fan, Indian fan, 
And so that happens. The Addison Russell Grand Slam gets hit. And I don't even think I said anything. I think I just like turned. <laughs> like, and I just looked at you. And you had this like look on your face like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And you're like, excuse me. I think, I think you sat there for a moment. Like, yeah. You waited for the half inning to be done. Right. And you excused yourself very quietly. And and I look at Nicole and I'm like, oh, you know, Gary didn't even want to, you know, say where he was going. <laughs> like he wasn't like, out of here. Yeah, he wasn't like, oh, I'll meet you back at the Airbnb or nothing, or I'm going to go get talkers. <laughs> you know, I need a beer. They're like, just like, I'm out. And then, but he comes back. The team's losing, I don't know, nine to two at this point. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was bad. And the Cubs were, you know, were definitely way ahead. Gary comes back. Let's go, Tribe! Let's go, Tribe! Like, you know, a half hour later, just ready to go. He took his little walk around. He got it together. He's like, I'm at the fucking World Series. I'm not going to like this much. Not to put words in your mouth, but I, that's what Yeah, I'm that's doing. right. I'm not there to have a bad time. I mean. Yeah, and you had a good time the next night, even though you blew the three one thing. Yeah, well, one of the most, still one of the most amazing games I've ever witnessed. You know. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. But I, I, regardless of what happened in the World Series, I have a great time playing music with all you guys. Yeah, and we've had a wonderful time uh, doing this cub shit, and like, hopefully, once this social distancing bullshit is done, and the fucking virus decides to fucking take a hike, if we all pray enough to God. And that's not a thing. Jesus. <laughs> that's not a thing. So, but thanks for coming on. I don't want to offend our our listeners. I do. Oh wait. Uh, yeah, I do. Well, that's <laughs> it's, it's seven forty-five. We'll get there, but we're already fifteen minutes late. So, oh, I'm going to say to you guys. I love you all. Happy birthday, Danny. Thank you. Thanks. All right. So I'm gonna. The problem is I got to remove you like one at a time. So it's like awkward. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll save you all me too. So, uh, you know, without further ado, from the longest running Cubs podcast, are you ready? Are you ready, Corey Finner? Corey Finner in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I I get in your little virtual green room there. I'm getting settled in. You know, I'm like on a late night show and I look up at the TV and there is goddamn Michael Cotton up there ranting and (laughs) raving about the DH. Oh, my God. Corey, I got to ask, you know, it was like weird. Like you almost foresaw that this was going to be the last season. Like, did you just know that it was time to walk away? Are you a season? Oh, oh, yeah. And you haven't even seen what's coming yet. I mean, we've got plans. This pandemic was just the beginning. Are you Cubs (laughs) Nostradamus? I'm exposed. Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, it, it is so bizarre that um that it's played out this way but i think it's like the most fit i mean danny you know what it's like to do things that even if other people think like oh that's a normal thing to you it feels like a weird thing and and so ivy envy has always felt weird to me and so i think it's like the weirdest way we could go out is (laughs) just no baseball to talk about well, it's already been weird for you. Like, I saw some picture. You had, like, Gollum at your live show at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. like, you had, like, trolls and things. Like, it's uh, it, everything's going really strange for you. And, like, you know, but it, it does make sense. And you started following, like, didn't you start the podcast, like, in 2009? Like, right yeah. as the started getting bad? 
<laughs> right. So it was after, you know, they go to the playoffs, 07, 08, back to back. You know, we won't talk about the results of uh, those series, but, you know, so we did a, a blog during the 2008 season. And then I started getting more into podcasting and stuff. And I was like, well, this would be fun to try. So let's do this. Let's just change. You know, we'll do that in addition to the blog, which I don't know, writing takes way more work than podcasting and podcasting is a lot of work, you know? So, but blogging sucks. I hate it. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, then the next season, you know, 2009, we decided we were going to do it. And it was like the worst time. Like, you know, think about the success that the Cubs have had in the last four years. I'm not sure. I bet if you go back and look at our life as a podcast, we still may not be above 500. <laughs> yeah, well, you had those like multi-hundred loss seasons. Yeah, 20, brutal. 12, I mean, I forget what 2011 was, but it was a... I mean, it fell yeah. off a cliff at some point. I mean, you had some things to look at, like Soriano, I guess, was interesting. Yeah. I mean, what else was there to look at? <laughs> it, it really does. It does. Least, but, you know, the thing about blogging is, like, it, you have to write, and writing takes a long mm. time, like, yeah. it, especially when you can't type. Like, I can't even type. So, Corey, i got, I got to ask, when I show you this picture, <laughs> right up here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember where that was taken and when it was taken? Well, it was at G Man. Um, we're we're wearing the same shirt. I think it was during the postseason. It must have been correct. Uh, game two? No, game one. NLCS game one. Game one. Yeah. We After Miggy's Grand Slam, we go to G Man, hang out beforehand, having fun, getting drunk, doing that thing. And if you remember, Miggy hits the grand slam, like you said, bottom of the eighth inning. And we're supposed to go see Danny, I think was, I don't know if you were playing or you were just there. And so what ends up happening is me and Blonde Wonk, Lauren, we were on the corners of uh, Waveland and uh, Sheffield and uh, right on Wave. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and that Fox had their whole thing up there and we were taunting Pete Rose, Rose. over there. Yeah. Yeah. Telling them to bet on the Cubs. And then we finally decide that we're going to make it over to G-Man because we know Danny, we're going to get in by name dropping. Like, yeah, we're, uh, we're with Mr. Rocket. Uh, can you please <laughs> let us in? <laughs> Absolutely. And the place is mobbed. They're at capacity. They don't let us in. So Corey, Corey's there with his wife. And who else was there? I can't even remember. Oh, Don, Don Strand was there. Don, he had a bunch of people. And I'm like, yeah. I know where a secret house party is. So I'm dragging these four guys all around Wrigleyville to this party, and they're like, oh, I think we're going to leave now. I'm like, no, the party's just started. He takes us around to the back of, of a house, and it goes up like three flights of stairs, you know, the back stairway, and there's just like a ton of college kids up there. And I'm like 40 years old, and I was like, I don't think this is the place for me. <laughs> well, we had such fun over the years. Like, I, did you, I don't know if you saw that video that I played. Yeah. Remember that 15-inning game that we were all at in Cincinnati? I mean, that whole series, we've seen a bunch of games in Cincinnati together. Um, that one, we went that one standing, that we got those standing oh, yeah. that one time. And, uh, you know, and also like seeing games uh, when your daughter uh, was holding the fish eyes, the Ryan Broad <laughs> fish eyes poster I made in, in Milwaukee. The tailgates, uh, do you have any pictures of the tailgates? Crawley? Yeah, we got pictures of the tailgates. I'm I'm looking for them right now to pull them up. Because I mean, that's the thing is like Corey, like you like taught not I mean 
we, Cub fans have always been a community, but you've been like a lightning rod for that community. And like you brought me and Michael Cotton together to even have the show. There we are at one of yeah. the tailgates. Cool. And uh, that's not that's not even the game where they almost killed Bulls Sugars because it's cold. <laughs> There we are. That's the really cold one. And the funny thing is with you guys, every time you decide to throw a tailgate, it was just the oh. worst weather possible. <laughs> like, no, not even like tailgates, any event, any weekend at the lake, anything we have ever done. It's like the worst weather. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Take a look. Let's see. That's look that, at that. Nisei Lounge. There's John Felice in that picture. And uh, that was the uh, first John Baker day. Yeah, but that and that's another thing. Like we threw John Baker Day because we had like kind of like you had the first podcast. Well, Cubs Cast was first, and then you guys mm-hmm. we had a podcast, and I was like, let me copy everything Corey's doing, except like <laughs> swear a lot, you know. And like, pretty much it was my uh, way to so me and Lyle would get on and do it together, and then you know me and Michael Cotton met through you guys because you started really getting people together, you know, like and the Cubs were getting better. It's like 2014, right? Yeah, that was Javi's debut, right? Javi's debut. I'm on the bus yeah. out going to the, the stadium. I meet up with Michael Cotton, and all of a sudden we got a podcast. We talk in that next spring training. You know, hey, uh, he's like, yeah, I've been wanting to do something. I'm like, well, I need somebody because Lyle never shows up. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, yeah. then we, we get together. It's all because of you, and then we do the John Baker Day, and then that all comes up. And then we win the – I still remember. It's one of the most starkest things. It's like we win the World Series – and I hadn't seen you until I saw you like the next day after the parade at G-Man Tavern. And you and I looked at each other and we hugged and we had such a sense of relief on our faces because we were so tired. Yeah, such a whirlwind. A whirlwind of a time and we didn't sleep and we would just were recording every day and drinking way too much. To get through. Yeah, so that night, so I stayed, you know, obviously after the game ended, you know, what really sucked was, um, uh, well, I'll just admit this. Um, for whatever reason, I was streaming the World Series illegally. I don't know why. I, I guess I wouldn't have been able to get the channel. So I was streaming it and okay. it it ended like right after the game. So I missed all of the like post game stuff, missed all of it because I was, you know, watching on Reddit or whatever. Um, but yeah, that morning I woke up, uh, I drove a couple hours to my grandparents' grave, uh, to leave my couple Cubs hats there. Well, and on the, and on the way home, that was when they announced that the world, the parade was going to be the next day. Cause I, you know, everybody was thinking like, oh, it's either Friday or Monday, but Monday makes more sense. But, um, and so, yeah, I got train tickets cause I was like, well, it's going to be crazy up there. I don't want to take my car. Um, and so it's just so strange that less than 24 hours, you know, me being like three or four hours away, I don't go to Chicago all the time, you know, a handful of times a year, but like to be, I remember, um, we were driving in the Uber and we, um, down, um, Addison and then we were going to turn left on Clark. And I remember seeing the marquee say world series champions. And it was like, Michael, you know, Michael from Galesburg, he was either laughing or crying in the front seat. I'm not sure which uh, when he saw it. Yeah. And then, um, and then, uh, it just, it was just like, Oh yeah, I I've seen this movie before. I, yeah, that's not real. I've, I've seen this. I've seen that. I've seen the marquee say that before and it wasn't real. So this isn't real. Um, and then to like, yeah, go into G man and see, you know, 
listeners and you and everything. It was just like, I don't know. It was, it was incredible. It was an incredible 24 hours of like, you know, the, the, we talk about the game and stuff, but like that 24 hours afterwards was just like, you couldn't take a smile off my face, you know? It was, it was probably again, it, it was just like, like the 500 pound gorilla off your shoulders, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and because, you know, I talked to a lot of people about when we talk about the World Series and stuff that everybody thought it's always kind of jokingly, oh, I'm going to one day see the Cubs win the World Series. But there's a lot of people that didn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that didn't end up seeing the Cubs win the World Series. And, and you thought a lot about that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I thought about my great uncle. I thought about my grandfather, those kind of things where it was just like, you know, Ernie Banks passed away, what, 2015? Ron Santo, mm-hmm. people that we all thought were going to see the World Series. And then as, as we all got older, like we're all in our 40s now, you know what I mean? It was like there's a question of are we going to really see the Cubs in the World Series or am I going to be one of those old guys clinging on to the last years hoping just to grasp? But I just – all I wanted was to see them win the World Series and be able to party through it. So, you know, it was it was an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a kind of a funny story about the podcast. Uh, so shortly after that, um, I had the opportunity to interview the oldest living Cubs fan. Um, and uh, let me tell you, if you go back and listen to that episode, it was not good. <laughs> like, I, he was the longest running Cubs fan, but I don't think he knew or ever knew anything about the Cubs. Uh, or, you know, I mean, obviously, so now, you know, he could have been a little senile, but um yeah, it was, but I mean, nice guy, but it was Maybe. funny. And I had like, I was excited to do that. And I think like he, the Cubs had known, you know, he was like officially the oldest living Cubs fan. I mean, just being a fan's a low bar. doesn't mean he has to know anything. Like that's, that's a, true. That's like, true. That's the kind of like the Cubs and maybe well, that's like, I think when I asked him about game seven and, and the, the final out and everything, he told me that he had gone to bed at like seven 30 that night. <laughs> I was like, Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. You, you know, Corey, you've had a lot of memories, but as far as blogging or as far as your podcast is concerned, you know, when you look back at all the years, what really kind of stands out to you? What are you going to take away from like this whole adventure that you've been on? Yeah, well, I mean, I think like uh, just personally, I think it, it's everything Danny talked about, you know, um, with with me and, and Andy and Kurt living three, four hours away from Chicago, you know, when we would go to a Cubs game, uh, we didn't know anybody up there, you know, and social media, Twitter, you know, and, and the podcast have, have like completely changed that, that if I know if I'm going up there, not only can I like have people to hang out with before and after the game, but I'm going to run into people that I know. And, and as someone who is not from the neighborhood, not from the city, like that's a real special thing uh, to me, but also just like the relationships that we've been able to build with everybody over the years, you know, people who, you know, probably just reached out once with, Facebook message or an email or something or showed up at one of our events and they, you know, uh, they'll be lifelong friends now. And I mean, that that's by far, you know, Danny talked about the community. I mean, that's really what's fueled us, you know, really all along. I mean, it's that interaction and it's, it's those relationships and getting to know those people. I mean, that, that, you know, personally, uh, that's what I'm going to remember professionally. Uh, what I'm going to remember the most probably is having, you know, in those down years, uh, like we referenced earlier, 
I had a lot of opportunity because the Cubs were awful and there were a lot of prospects coming up. Um, I was able to build relationships with the minor league teams and had the opportunity to interview some players. So I think like the highlight uh, for me, like, uh, I don't know, call me a fanboy, but it was the opportunity to interview Javi and sit in not just interview, like have three minutes with them or whatever. Like we just hung out in the dugout and talked and, you know, if Andy and I were there and he called us sir and stuff and I was just like, <laughs> no, no, you can't call me that. Um, but you know, and up to that was when he was in low a, and I don't know if you remember, but when he was like, um, first drafted and before he got to low a and people kind of got to know him. I mean, Javi, the reputation was that Javi was like supremely cocky, um, he had like, I think in like a, a rookie league game, he kind of started a, a scuffle because he was trash talking the other dugout after he hit a home run. And there was all that kind of like, you know, you, you heard like, Hey, this guy could be an issue because he's so cocky and Andy and I met him and I, I was like, this is not the person that everybody's talking about. I think that's everybody, the hobby that everybody's gotten to know, but you know, just to, to be able to sit and talk with them. And he, he really opened up about, you know, his family situation back then, you know, and, and his sister and, and his, you know, the death of, of his father and stuff like that. And it was just like, it was, it was pretty awesome to, to be able to have just a conversation and then somehow figure out how to make a podcast episode interview out of that conversation. But just, I don't know. So that's, that's one of the reasons I'm like, you know, a huge hobby fan. Well, how about that Almora though? When you talk to, Oh God. <laughs> oh, hey, Corey and I, this is, there's two things that bond Corey and I, hatred of Albert Almora, and we took it, and, and having Jim McMahon take a picture of us together. That's <laughs> true. Well, uh, let's, I want to bring Sarah Sanchez on right now. Uh, Another part of the family, and um, it, I don't, we're going to introduce you one by one, because we got Evan Altman waiting in the wings as well. Nice. But thanks for coming on, Sarah, and uh, uh part of the cup of cubby blue if you don't know her and also writes on bleed cubby blue keeping us entertained with sarah's quarantine diaries every day <laughs> so well thanks for coming on so how are you doing how are you enjoying uh quarantine and um and and how's life so thanks for having me i'm so thrilled to be here um it's day 61 without baseball, and I have been in stay-at-home mode and teleworking that entire time. So, you know, I'm here, and I'm staying I at home. <laughs> I miss you, too. This is great. Well, we wouldn't have been doing this. I mean, we the, listen, the Cubs are going to play the Brewers tonight. I have uh, six StubHub tickets that all day long my phone has been reminding me that I bought because it's like a calendar notification or something. And it's like, Hey, you got six tickets for tonight. The game's at six forty. get over there. And I'm like, yeah, calendar didn't know that it's all off. Anyway. Well, and the good news is those tickets would have been worth something because they're not in Milwaukee. So, you know, if you had bought those no. tickets for a Milwaukee game, they would have been $7. And uh, well, especially on a Tuesday, but uh, and it, you know, it's kind of a crisp, cold night, but they would have played and we would have, you know, all been out there and enjoying and we probably would have had a few pops over at G-Man and a few pops at Nisei afterwards, a bunch of, you know, maybe y'all would have come up. But instead, we all get to be together on StreamYard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, playing in the yard. Yeah, but it, but it, it's cool. I mean, but 
what I think what it's going to get us through this total bullshit situation is uh, is all of us and the relationships we formed, which is why last night it just felt like a no brainer to be like, I'm going to bring everybody on if they could come on like every 15 minutes. We're now running. We're, what did I have you at, Sarah? 7.45? Yeah, I think something like that. But it was fun to listen to everything, so it's good. I don't care. <laughs> We're at eight oh three, and then I got uh, Evan and John waiting in the wings too, because I I think we have, we have to kick somebody out at some point. I also want to mention that there's a Zoom party. Let's bring them on real quick. What up, Zoom? Yeah, they're hanging out in the Zoom room. Don't delay, so it's gonna take a second. Yeah. So, well, uh, just wanted to let you know it, that they're there, and um, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> How are you? What are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking a rosé Pinot Noir and nice. digging it, to be quite honest. But I wish I wasn't Wrigley, Wait, where I would have Pinot terrible Pinot. wine. Are those you know, yeah, it's, how does that work? Is it's, that one? Well, so so rosés are just like white wine and red wine. Like it's like right. you take a red and then you like dilute it in the way you process it or whatever. Right. It becomes like pink, right? right? I don't know the whole process. Like I'm not right. a sommelier, but. Um, so this is a rosé made from Pinot Noir grapes. So it's not bright red. Oh it's kind of like pale That's and fancy. Very nice. Very nice. Quarantine drink of choice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I, I'm drinking a blueberry and a kai. Uh, truly. Um, that's what I'm going to. Uh, Crawley, what do you got over there? A club. Oh, 400. Yeah. I got one. I got, of those. I'm alternating between claw and club 400. Oh, you're gonna feel that. I can get it in focus, but it's a two hotter day. What what are, you, what are you drinking, Corey? You get you have a, a beverage. I'm drinking a Lipton iced tea. Oh, <laughs> Corey's the responsible one. <laughs> I gotta drive what home kind of, tonight. What kind of whiskey's in there? <laughs> I gotta drive home. What a tractor <laughs> from your home to your home. No, well, thanks. hey, can I? Hey, can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, um, I I just want to uh, thank you for the episode that you did with Rachel Folden. Oh, um, thank you. I I, um, I mentioned this um, on IVMV, but um, I have um, saved that episode because I feel like I'm going to need to go back to it like every six months. Um, I just thought, I thought it was great. Uh, it was really interesting to hear her and like as a softball coach. Um, I, I thought a lot of what she said, um, you know, kind of. Um, I don't know. It impacted me, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I, it was a great episode. So thanks for doing that. Uh, thank you so much. Having her on was like the coolest. She is really so thoughtful and has worked so hard to get where she is. And when you listen to her talk about coaching and her approach to how she works with players and really trying to help them get to the next level, it, it's mind blowing. Like it's awesome. So yeah. thank you. Thank you to her for joining Andy and I on the podcast and, uh, yeah, at Cup of Cubby Blue, you can go back a few episodes. We interviewed Rachel, and she was awesome. Highly recommend checking that out because she's just brilliant. And one of these days, she is going to get her chance to coach in the minor leagues as soon as, you know, baseball comes back someday after coronavirus. Yeah, and, and guys, you know, we have we have Bleed Cubby Blue presented, Ivy Envy. You guys have really – I know it doesn't seem like it sometimes based off of Facebook replies or Twitter shit, but you guys have made the fan base smarter. Like I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because of people like you were introduced to a lot more, you know, you know, when I, when I'm on, I'm just a Cub fan. That's all I really am. Season ticket holder, Cub fan. I call myself like the Forrest Gump of Cub fans. Somehow I just kind of walk into like shots of things, you know, 
But you guys, you guys do just so much work to make everybody a better fan, in my opinion. That's why I love this community. I think that, uh, you know, you guys just have so much to offer. That's why I love all of y'all. Yeah, I think. Oh, I thanks, too, Crawley. I, I think that's I, I think you're right, though, and I think it has to do with all of uh, like new media, you know, whether it be uh, social media with like Twitter or blogs or podcasts. I mean, I see baseball in a different way and uh, because of podcasts that I listen to and blogs that I read and and that, you know, going back to like Danny, you mentioned, you know, going back to like 2009 or back to when you started uh, Sun Ranto, I mean, I would be really embarrassed to go back and listen to some of the things that, that I said, um, just because now, now, you know, I I know, I know. And so, um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, it's, it's interesting to see, like, you know, I, I think if you take those things out, I, I think the fan base um, is is probably uh, not as plugged into uh, the game of baseball, and and you know your your armchair quarterbacks or whatever are going to be uh, a lot more meatballish, I guess, than um, you know what the discourse that's out there right now. I think I, I, I think it's it's pretty amazing how how social media has impacted us with relationships, but also um, information that we have access to, and to be able to you know look at things in a different way. I was blogging from 2005 to 2008 when my daughter was born. My wife kind of pulled the plug on me. But uh, I think that if I looked back at any of my Ryan Terrio is the next oh, yeah. Hall of Famer, I'd be kind of... Yeah. <laughs> well, let's bring in a, a guy who, who does believe that Ryan Terrio should be a Hall of Famer. It's Evan Altman. Uh, it, it, we're talking about all these blogs. I want to bring John on too, but I maybe I'll... We have to... We have to you can boot me. No, we have to do a. Well, like, that was please. actually going to be my preference. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Evans here, I'm out. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to get on the right side of the rivalry here. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna boot myself real quick because I have to pee, and, but the show must go on. You know, I, if, if you did, look, you look at these young, here? look that at these like, young cats. How long ago was that? That's, uh, that was social media night, wasn't it? At the <laughs> that one that was. Yeah, yeah that was social the, media night. I want to say 2015. That's right uh, up to my breast reduction surgery. <laughs> right, right around that time. Um, beautiful. No, that uh, and you got more. I know you do, Crawley. Of of us. Oh, I got more. <laughs> Corey, the only silver person. Yeah, Corey, you got to stay in here. You're the only one that's going to end this. Show. <laughs> yeah, Unless you get a, a drink at us some point here. So. Uh, could you get rid of that picture, Crawley? Are you- God, <laughs> oh, that's great. Who's Lucky got the door, right? Difficulties card. Lucky doors. There we go. To all the beers we've drunk before. But, but yeah, Corey, I, I will let you go. I won't make you stay on here, even though you are the longest running Cubs podcast. I feel like you should stay on here for the entire time. Not the longest running guest on the show today, though. Yeah. No. <laughs> Well, Danny, happy birthday. Um, Thank you, brother. And we yeah. should mention uh, that we do do a, a Golden Girls podcast together uh, mm-hmm. called Let Them Eat Cheesecake. So look that up if you're a fan of the Golden Girls. And They're probably more entertaining than both of our, the both Sun Ranso and IVMB put together. That one's not ending, right? No, no. no that goes on forever. Oh, yeah. Well, 167 episodes. But um, I, I will, I got a, a, a birthday present today from Nicole. You're gonna love it. Oh, it is a face mask. Oh God, 
keep me safe. Three of them, different Golden Girls. Oh, wow. Oh. There's one. I'm Blanche today. There's well, you don't want to be Blanche in a pandemic. She's oh, he's gonna oh, be no. the first one to get the COVID. You're feeling oh, my that day. I don't know. It, it, who? But what I like, there's one of Dorothy. I mean, not of Dorothy of uh, Sophia. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at the guy. She's like, ah, oh, like, the stink you know, eye. Yeah, giving the stink eye. Stay six feet away. Look, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I can't wait to wear it on the show and have a, a very muffled performance. <laughs> you only get that look if you come within six feet or have a palm tree fall onto her patio. <laughs> and you do know when Ivy Envy ends. Then you will have the longest running Golden Girls podcast, I would say, probably. Yeah, but wow. I'll look that up. Yeah, I don't. Well, yeah, there might be. I wonder if there's anybody that ever finished all 167 episodes or whatever it is. Then they did it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be great. Just go back through and be like, you know what? I'm now downgrading from a B to a B minus. <laughs> now that I've seen the entire. Uh, uh, genre, the canon. I'm getting all sorts of happy birthday texts. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll say goodbye to you, Corey, and we'll bring yeah. on on for lease. All right, see so, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming on, Corey. All right. Uh, yeah. all right, and next is see John. We're gonna we're gonna get this show back on time. I am the spirit <laughs> of Cubs baseball. Why are you? <laughs> Wait, why are you the Wizard of Oz all of a sudden? Did you purposely wear a game? I am haunting you. That's awesome. <laughs> the eyes the eyes look really uh, – that's messed up, dude. It's like, kind that's of hard. Kind of creepy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, Crawley, John, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. How are you? I'll fix it. Jeez. Do you live in the computer now? I, well, I think we figured out how we're yeah. going to do oh, there you um, go. now. Here we go. Cupture Thomas. Just lives in a. By the way, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but um, I was surprisingly okay. I'm not quite there yet. We're going to keep an eye on it. Um, I have right now on Twitter six thousand nine hundred and sixty-five. Oh, oh, you need four more. Four more. <laughs> I need drink more until I am sixty-nine, sixty-nine. I hope I don't miss it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to ask one of you guys. to do it real quick, and then. Um, but it's 8.13. I got, what, three hours and 45 minutes, 47 minutes to, to push it over the top. I think it's going to happen tonight. Tonight. And it is amazing. It feels like it's the telecast. PBS. It's got to happen. Yeah, it's got to happen during the broadcast. We're getting uh, an echo. Pete Goebel says echo, echo, echo. So everybody um, talk, talk one second earlier, and then we shouldn't have that problem. On it. I'm, that was a joke. That was a total joke. Headphones. That was a sound man joke. Um, <laughs> so, um, how are you guys? How, how's um, where, is, where is everybody? That's my question. Well, Jeff's downstairs. I'm downstairs. Uh, Sarah's cool. like a mile away. Okay. Cool. You know, you know, Evan's over in Indianapolis. Yeah. Crawley's in the burbs. And you're all the way out in Arizona, so you're the odd man out right now. You're way out there, but at, at least I gotta tell you, when all hey, the, before this shit Arizona hit, on I Friday, woo! I was honestly thinking about just staying with John Furlies. I, I stayed with him for three days. <laughs> he, he he kept me. He held me up for three days, and then uh, I moved you out and Kathy moved in. I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. I think we have video think, of that. Can you cue that? Uh, 
<laughs> don't cue that video, Danny. But uh, I, yeah, brought no. up Arizona. I mean, Arizona was like you know, and and honestly, hanging out with your wife and your kids, they were the the nicest, awesomest people. It was. I just felt so lucky to be able to kind of hang out with you guys, and uh, and I'm glad that I was able to get you into VIP while I sat outside drinking a beer, lonely by myself for the Dave Matthews so show. Probably, most of you probably don't know this story. So we were at, we went to the Dave Matthews concert, which was at Tempe Beach Park that weekend that Crawley was out, and uh, Crawley's like, <laughs> you know, he, he he has no fear, so he points up to the there's a big like truck kind of thing that that had a big you know patio on the top of it and people were up there and it was an amazing view because like how do you get up there i was like dude that's vip we're not getting up there he's like follow me you know he's dead set on getting up there and so he's walking like with the purpose and i'm just like trying to keep up with him and he goes in walks past there's people going in at the same time and he takes his arm because we all have these armbands he takes his arm and he swipes it, and the, the things, everything there goes just lights up red. The whole fucking place lights up red. <laughs> and I walked by, and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to do that. So I held my arm so it couldn't read my band. And there are other people going through it. It, tur- it was green, so it was green for me, not for me, but it wasn't red for me. And so <laughs> they accosted Crawley. Like, they just attacked him. <laughs> All the security guards. And I'm just like, <laughs> good day, sir. And so, yeah, I ended up spending... Dave Matthews band, amazing seats because of Crawley's solo. I stayed in there. Hey, man, it was the least I could do for you getting me out there, man. That's all I got to say. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, actually, it was uh, that was a fun – that was a great weekend, a lot of fun, man. And I, and I will say this. I just want to say that I've had a great time with all you guys. Um, I know that – you know, J- John, I got a, a story about you because uh, I, I forget exactly where we met, but I know that – there was uh, after the Cubs won Game Six of the World Series in uh, in Cleveland. We were standing over by Wilberts, which if uh, uh, that that was that's Nisei Lounge. But in that video I showed before of the band on tour, we played at Wilberts, and so it's right across the street from the stadium in Cleveland. And uh, you know, I was tapped out of money, like my credit card maxed. There's no way I'm going to game seven. It's already like 1400 bucks on StubHub. Like it's not happening. You know, like I, I, I made it this far. I saw everything. It's game seven. I'm going to watch across the street with Gary at the park is, was the plan. And, um, yeah, and John's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, that's unacceptable. You came all the way to fucking Cleveland. You're not going to go to game fucking seven of the world series. You've seen a hundred goddamn games this year. What's wrong with you? And he's like, he's like, you've been going out there. All year you've been taking pictures. You've been entertaining all these people. You've been playing music. He's like, he's like, I got your first hundred dollars. I want you to ask everybody you know for like twenty bucks, and you know they're, they're going to send you the World Series. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, it's not really my style. I don't like doing shit like that. You know, I'll do that for other people if you really need something. But like a game, you know, what a waste of money. Thirteen hundred bucks for one ticket. I still think it's a waste of money, even though I had a great time. So, um, but anyway. John's like, do a GoFundMe, get your ass out there, go to game seven. And so uh, I, I didn't do it until the next morning. I wake up at like 5.30, I can't sleep, I got to work. I'm like, fuck, I want to go to game seven so bad. I'm like, you know, I'm going to do a GoFundMe. And, and so I did, I just put it up real quick. And within no time, I'd raise like $1,800. <laughs> no time. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I cried, I wept, but I wouldn't have done it if, 
John didn't tell me to, that I had to do it. But you never gave me that hundred dollars, John. So like I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I PayPal'd you. I keep PayPal'd you more than that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Like I think pretty sure it was like a thousand fifteen hundred. And Evan and I know that we met same place, Wilberts, where I'm talking about. This is a magical a damn place. fine place. Yeah. Yeah. So- except uh, except when I went in there. Uh, so Danny's like, yeah, my, my band's playing a show and it's this rock bar and it's right across the street. And so I go in there and it was all wine moms, like all a bunch of women <laughs> dressed up to go out. But Evan, wine, that's your demographic, like, Evan. This is not the crowd <laughs> I had expected. And because there was a new kids on the block and Backstreet Boys concert going on at the queue immediately next door. And so Danny's like, "Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna play. Uh, the guy's just gonna give us some money." So I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll find some place." Because it was the weird. I was like, "This, this is where I'm supposed to be. This, Danny's playing some cocktail music, or what's going on, man? It was weird." There was. A, I, I got to think though, Evan. You were probably a hit with those moms, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but you know, I've got to preserve my chastity. So it was. Uh, and, and at the time, I wasn't. I was about probably 30 or 40 pounds lighter and, and I didn't have a Fu Manchu. So it was, it was definitely, I didn't have the repellent that I, that I do now. Uh, I, so yeah. Oh yeah. I'm somewhere in the back screaming. Yeah. They're, they're, John Baker Day. Yeah. Um, but uh, what happened that night was the new kids on the block actually were playing right next door. And all those wine moms were in there because they were pre-gaming the new kids show. So they were drunk as hell, so the guy wouldn't let us play at all. He paid us and gave us free beer and food to not go on to not lose his business of the wine ladies. Because they were drinking, they were paying, and who did I bring? You. Yeah, but do you want to know? So the irony of that situation is that uh, years later, a couple years later, I actually got a beer from Donnie Wahlberg by when I took my wife to a new kids concert and, and he handed me a beer. And so there you go. So it all comes full circle. I, I drank a Donnie Wahlberg beer. Oh, pretty awesome. Donnie. I was really hoping that you were going to say that you got a beer from Danny Wahlberg at a Wu-Tang clan concert. Cause that would have been way more on brand. That, that, that would have been more. Well, it was, uh, so this was the mixtape tour. So it did at least have naughty by nature and salt and pepper. So I did get to see both of them. Um, however, again, I am still in mourning for the loss of my most recent concert. I was supposed to have been at the Wu-Tang Clan at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. Uh, they, they're the first hip-hop act ever to, uh, to, to headline the Ryman. And they played there last year, and they're playing again. And uh, obviously, Mrs. COVID just fucked that plan. So, oh, uh, well. Was anyone going to any of the concerts that really this year? Was anyone going to Guns N' Roses or uh, any of the other stuff? Lady Gaga. Probably. Yeah, I was going to guns. Lady Gaga. I was going to guns too, man. Dude, I'm so f- that I was going to that hella mega tour, and then there was uh, one other one I was going to. I can't remember right now. I was going to Dave in Chicago. They just rolled those tickets over. They they sent me an email saying they just rescheduled everything to the next year. So now it's uh, the show I was going to, which is going to be on Saturday, July second, which actually sounds like a better time, anyways, the Fourth of July weekend. Well, if you need a place to stay, man, I'm going to give you my house, dude. I'm going to give you the keys to my house. Just don't bang your nose on the bathtub like I did at your house. Oh, is that what happened? Were you like snorting rails that, off that, the bathtub, the- or what? Explain, please. 
we don't know how Crawley broke his nose. All we know is <laughs> many does drunk fall down. Yeah, all we know is the night before he sounded like this. He did a fine job karaoke playing fake baseball with Mr. Stuart McVicker, who's going to be coming on later in the show. Oh, my God, the stumble. But uh, I, I was just that. No, it's, it's hilarious because we have a slight delay, so we all start talking at the same exact time. And then, but I, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on and being my friend all these last bunch of years, and uh, you know, just catching all the games and sitting out in the bleachers and all the travels. We've been to a lot of different games and lots of different places, and we've talked to lots of Cubs. And yes, you know, in 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 this time of COVID. It's uh, just nice to know that I got people like you guys, like in my in my corner. You know, it's a beautiful thing, and you know, I want to celebrate my COVID birthday with you guys. Hopefully, next year uh, we're all still here, and uh, you know, we can um, <laughs> be nice. We could be at <laughs> instead of uh, back over, you know, here living our lives online. But I, I do enjoy living my life online with you guys too, because we do a lot of that too on Twitter, and you know, our new show, The Rant, and. You know, you know. Anyway, I just want to thank you guys for for being part of my birthday, Danny. Thank you for having us. Part of your birthday. Happy to be here. If they have another Cubs versus Cardinals at London, how many of you guys were going to go to Cubs Cardinals in London? I know me, Danny, Evan, John. I think we had Evan. Were you going to go? Sarah, were you going to go? No, I wasn't. My day job was going to conflict with it, but I was going to be sad, sad over here and tell everybody to commiserate with me. Well, I, I'm just honest to God, if they reschedule that, we are literally renting out a pub and doing one of these things live. I mean, yeah, we can all talk in fake English accents and do much Python <laughs> sketch. Sure you know. Act like we're funny. Hello, I'm right. fucking funny. All right. Well, it's pretty. Hey, Monty Python is super funny. Like, we're not going to yeah. trash Monty Python here. Monty Python is awesome. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Super funny. If we do Monty Python, it will no longer be quite as awesome. I think. Really <laughs> good. I mean, that's the point. That's what we do, right? We just make things worse. Yeah, it's a good I, thing I, to I, make I, them I, relatively more shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I can knock out a, a little Ministry of Silly Walks. You know, at least because uh, that doesn't involve a bad accent. You just have to walk funny. With those well, we know Crawley can, hips. Crawley can bust out <laughs> a silly walk. I will <laughs> say something, though. I will say that even though there's shit going on in baseball, real Cubs insiders really providing a lot of good content. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, what the hell do I talk about now? And then you guys just got something popping all the time. So, you know, hats off to you guys for just doing a doing a, like I said, a hell of a job during a shitty ass time when there's not much to report. You guys, you guys are on shit and it's, it's enjoyable to watch and listen to and all that stuff, the rant and, and, and the real Cubs insider blog, um, website. Yeah. And, uh, and Sarah's everyday quarantine, like just like keeping it out there, you know, and we, we've also had a, you know, a bunch of different writers on the rant. We talked to Brett Taylor about this too. We're all in the same boat and, you know, normally when you have a, a an industry that could be competitive, sometimes it gets cutthroat and people get into each other's face. But I don't think we do that. We all carve carve out, 
carve out our own niche and support each other. So it's, it's quite that's kind of the beauty of Chicago. I think, you know, I think that's, that's one of the things I love about Chicago. I've never lived in Chicago. I grew up in Omaha, but it's just the coolest vibe of a city. Like the people are so like friendly down to earth. You know, I grew up in the Midwest. It's kind of similar. And it's just like everybody, you know, I mean, it, as long as you're not a dickhead, people are cool to you. Yeah. If you're cool, we're cool. Well, speaking of cool, I and, and following up on Crawley's comment, I just wanted to share a, a really uh, nice comment that I got from a reader today because it's not often that we get these. And and, and it said, uh, people these days just blabber bullshit all day long. Then they post garbage like this with a headline you can't even understand because they are incapable of proofreading before posting. Of course, they fixed it now so as not to look more ignorant than they already are. Anyway, that's the kind of that's the kind of feedback I love to get. Um, but it's just I, I do think it's kind of it's kind of funny. But I, I think it's indicative of like we're all in this really weird place, and it's just funny. Like people are so on edge about stuff, so it's kind of nice sometimes. That's why I like our show uh, when we do the rant because it's generally more on the on the humorous side, and and it's kind of a relief. And there's so many people that we've talked to who were just like, Oh my God, I'm just glad to talk baseball with, with another human being because I've been in my house, you know, it's like they're home with their wife and kids or whatever. And it's like, Oh man, it's just it's like, uh, like I'm sure Mike Montgomery would be happy to talk baseball with somebody because Mike Montgomery loves to talk baseball with people. But anyway, and, and Evan, you and I will always have a close relationship with Mike Montgomery. Absolutely. That was, that was, <laughs> that's that's kind of things, yeah, that was, kind of, that? but, uh, yeah, so that was, that was fun. And, and then that, and then me trying to keep, uh, uh, Nick Frangella from like mean mugging you the whole time. One of the Cubs trainers was like staring at Crawley as if he was going to like <laughs> jump him. And I was like, no, it's cool. It's cool. He's fine. He's fine. So that was fun. True. This is a true story. True, true story here. This is people always ask, and it's Danny's birthday, so I'm going to kind of give some background here, only because it's Danny's birthday. I wouldn't even, you know. So we are at, those of you that go to Cubs convention, we're over at Lizzie McNeil's, and we're doing a lot of drinks and a lot of shots. I'd been drinking since 9 in the morning. It's about 11 at night, and I'm kind of swaying Rump a little roll. bit. My eyes <laughs> this way. And, uh, and, and so Brett goes, hey, guys, only a few of us can go, but I got somebody. They said we can go over to the uh, – What's the name of that hotel next to the Sheridan? The, uh, the yeah, the, I don't know. The, the fancy Twitter. hotel. We're the all downtown downtown fancy hotel. The Lowe's? Is it the Lowe's? The Lowe's, yeah. Lowe's, yeah. Lowe's. So, Brett, there's someone at the Lowe's. We got to go. There's maybe about 20 of us that stumble out of Lizzie McNeil's way more than Nick's, than Brett should have actually invited. And so, Brett falls, busts his knee up on, on, on some sort of weird thing and so we walk into the lows drunk as shit loud as shit and it's all like high price suits real fancy fuck people man real, real fancy and uh it, it's and all of a sudden uh you know montgomery's here mike montgomery's there and right away brett's like shit i shouldn't have invited everybody here because we're making a scene and so brett's kind of like being nice like oh we gotta go guys you know it's not working out i'm like fuck that shit i'm gonna fucking order a drink and they can't kick me out. It's a public fucking bar. That doesn't sound so like you at all. To leave. <laughs> Very on brand. Very on brand. So I refuse to leave. And so I just sit there drinking. Everyone leaves. And then it's it's Evan and Ryan Davis. who's, And they decide they're, – they're kind of the only two that stick around to decide to see what happens. And then sure as shit, after a while, Mike Montgomery comes over and talks to us, and we have a pretty good conversation, I think. You think? About – I, 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 I thought it was, was no, weird. We were talking to him for like 30 minutes, and then – 
his wife is over there. His very pregnant wife at the time was sitting there and like, you guys, okay. she's like, come on. But he, he's oh, like, okay. he's like, dude, I just love talking baseball. This is great. Oh, you guys are awesome. Oh, Cubs fans, you're the best. And so I was like, can you show me how you're throwing your curveball? And, and are you changing anything? <laughs> you're working on the velocity. You were, and, and dude, he just started, he was going off. He was talking about throwing tables over and getting shitty and, and, uh, in the with the Mariners because you know he got converted over to the bullpen. He was like getting mad about it, and, and so, uh, he was like, "I." Just, but it was hilarious because he's drunk. He gets a big old dip in and just going on for like thirty minutes. Great. And so Evan and Ryan are talking to him about spin rate and all this shit, and I'm losing interest. I'm kind of like falling like this, like I'm, I'm my head's drooping, and it's a bad situation. And so out of the corner of my eye, I see Tom Ricketts. Now, <laughs> so keeping, yeah, so yeah, keep in keep in mind. That that morning, the pre that that morning, I broke the story that the Ricketts were not for the first time doing the owners panel, and I had gotten a lot of shit from some Cub people saying what what you know. I'm like, it was coming out anyway. Who gives a fuck if it came out for me or not? And uh, so I go up to Tom. And I'm like, look, Tom, you know, no hard feelings. Blah blah blah. It was out there. I got a tip. I put it out there. And then Bruce Miles is the one that blew it up on the Herald. And so, you know, I'm talking to Tom, trying to explain my situation. And Evan and Ryan come a few minutes right after me. So it's me, Evan, and Ryan. We're talking to Tom Ricketts. It's one of the few and times Ryan, I haven't actually come early. And Ryan Davis comes up to Tom and says, hi. And, 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 and Ryan's a little bit drunk, too. We all are at this point. And Ryan goes to Tom all professional. This is all professional. He goes up to him. He goes, he goes, Mr. Ricketts, my name is Ryan Davis. I write for blah, 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 and Forbes magazine. And Tom is just fucking already feisty as hell because of the whole not doing the, the Ricketts family forum. And he's fucking kind of in a mood. And he looks at Ryan and Ryan had written an article. Evan, do you remember what the article was? It was about like the Ricketts and the finances and yeah, it was a, and, and something about, you know, just the way they were running it and, I, and, and kind of the business aspect of it and some other things, something something about spending. I don't I don't remember exactly, but yeah. So so Tom looks goes looks dead Ryan Davis dead in the eye and goes, "Did you write that article about this?" Ryan said, "Yeah, I did." He goes and and Ricketts looks him dead in the eye and goes, "That was the biggest piece of shit article I ever read." I would take that as a compliment if Tom. Yeah, I'd be like, and I, I, I absolutely fell over. Like I lost my shit when he said that. I just died. I had to walk away, and I'm like clapping. And Evan just is punched at over because I never, intru- I never introduced myself to him at all. So he didn't know. I mean, I'm sure he would have forgotten anyway. Over, and, oh, Evan's was- punched over clapping, and Ryan is going. Ryan is trying to defend the article. He's going, well, what didn't you like about it? The the grammar, the syntax. And, and and Tom Ricketts is like, you think I give a shit about a comma? The article was crap. And Ryan's face just drops like this. We're dying laughing. It was it was epic. It was one of those moments. And then you yeah, and then and then uh, it will, and we didn't leave. I think it was about three when we left the Lowe's. And then yeah. PJ Mainville and Nick Frangello were outside. Two of the Cubs trainers right there outside. And and Crawley was gone by then, and it was me and, and Ryan sitting there by this, and it was snowing like crazy, right? We're just like, and I'm pissed, and like, you know, I'm like, I'm sitting out there, and I'm super drunk, so it didn't really matter. But I'm talking to these guys, I'm like, hey, you know, sorry, but they're like, no, nah, man, it's all good. I was like, I thought you were gonna try to kick that guy's ass. I was talking about Crawley, and they're like, no, no, he's fine. I was like, all right, cool. And uh, and then the whole, then the next morning, we, you know, I woke up with a massive hangover and, and went to the not Ricketts panel, 
And then the whole rest of the time, I just kept talking to Ryan about, man, that was the worst piece of shit I ever saw. It was the whole day. It was just a running joke. And, and it, we couldn't get him to tell us the story on the rant. Ryan was on there. And I was, like, trying to dig it out of him, and he wouldn't tell. So he kind of alluded to it, but he didn't ever really give details. Well, good thing we got it out here. I've had a few drinks, and it's Danny's birthday, so I figured I'd finally spill the beans on the story. I mean, at I least Ryan it. knows that Tom Ricketts is reading his stuff. That's like That's the it. audience of one, yeah. right? Like, yeah, keep it yeah. up. Exactly. I can't wait for the day where Tom Ricketts tells me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Rocket, fuck you. I heard everything you said about me. I'm like, good, because you got to change, Tom. You're a bad person. Now you know. I'll tell him. And your brother threw out hot dogs. Yeah, your brother fucking wastes hot dogs on TV. <laughs> so uh, I got Lou waiting in the wings. I got Alan Horgan. So I think we should do an old switcheroo. This is a cavalcade of stars, not crawly stories. That's every other fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Yeah, happy yeah, birthday, thanks Danny. for having me. It was great. Last word. Never tell Crawley. Happy and birthday. Sarah. Thank you for coming on my birthday show, guys. I, I actually have to release you from my lair. I believe. <laughs> Just for the record, time and I kept that story for like three years. Mr. Rocket. So, who do we get? Oh, you're still in. Happy birthday. And there he goes. And we bring on Alan Horgan, my Irish. Alan. What's the story? He's not eating the soup tonight. I'll tell you not, that. Not taking that soup. And from outside the ivy, my friend, Sweet Lou. What's up, Lou? Happy birthday, Daddy. Thank you, brother. Uh, what are you drinking tonight? I, I got myself. I am drinking Alarmist Brewing Le Juice. It's a New England style Le IPA. Juice. Yeah, that's a nice. Brewed like right down the street from me, so I'm a fan. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, and Alan, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a local brew called Coke Zero. Oh. <laughs> uh, you got, I heard it. got zero calories. Yeah. Let, let, oh, that's a nice can too. I mean, where is that brewed exactly? Um, I believe in um Julasco. <laughs> do, yeah. That makes sense. That checks out. Shit, that's where all the COVID is these days. Whoa. So, uh, I should introduce everybody because uh, y'all don't even know each other completely. So, Lou, as I said, Alan is my Irish friend. Lou is, Lou is my TV friend and my Wrigley <laughs> Field going to see Hendrix's awesome Maddox friend. And then, of course, you already know Jeff and Crawley, and, but you just don't know Alan. So, Alan, Lou. Hi, Alan. And I'm I'm like using my cursor to introduce you guys like it's gonna work. Like you can't I can your cursor, Danny. I can, I can I know you can't. I I wish you could I could screenshot this because I'm literally dragging Alan over to Lou to be like meet up, but that's actually not very hey, what's the story, man. So um, I'll tell you the thing about Alan that make me laugh is um it Danny had had a round table at the end of the la- what was it, the twenty nineteen season, Madden's last game. Do you remember this, Alan, or no? Was I drunk? Yes. <laughs> we we went to – and he had a round table at G-Man. We all strolled in and did a shot of and a beer at Madden's Post. Yes, yes, I remember oh. it now. R.I.P. And then we went outside and waited for the Cubs to come back from St. Louis. 
yeah, harassing oh, them. Yeah, I remember. It was a long day. And then we went to my place, Lucky Doors, and we and you were arguing soccer with some people at Lucky Doors. We were watching some American uh, European football. I've done that in the past, I admit. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, are you done with the story? You gonna say when when yeah, uh, was it? Alan ended up pissing in his ear. <laughs> no. <laughs> not the first time won't be the last i'll get there eventually i've got a topical comment to bring on madden dodged the COVID bullet by closing that restaurant big time yeah he did i mean that guy's got I mean, for days i feel like it lost plenty of money anyway though it wasn't really packed ever did he really lose money i think I, so i don't know i hope they turn that into like a a casino of sorts, like a, that's, that's, like, a book? like an offsite sports book. Yeah, that Give should be that. the new betting parlor. Yeah, wasn't it just his name though, or did he actually? No, he had money in it. Oh. Yeah, he had money invested in it. Yeah, and I don't it... know if you remember this, Alan, but they let us go in the top his special like layer on the top that day because they were like, "Fuck it, it's going to close down." And <laughs> so we got to see he had like his fucking like like LP, his vinyl player and all his like. All his fucking records and shit. It was it was a nice place. It really was a cool place, but it would just it didn't fit what the area. You know what I mean? Yeah, it came too late. Well, nothing does in the winter. I mean, like if they they would have made that like ten years ago, when there wasn't you know Big Star and all these other options, it probably would have probably would have done well. But when you're like the fifth option after Big Star, Smoke Daddy, that other place on. on Addison and Clark, you know, all Dutch these and things sound the same. They did it all at once. All of a sudden, we went from like having you know the 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 TikTok diner or whatever that was called. Yeah, it, it what was that place called? The Salt and Pepper, Salt and Pepper diner? diner. Salt and Pepper, Salt and Pepper diner, and that's pretty much all you had. You had the McDonald's, you had the Taco Bell, you had to you know that. Was there even any other restaurants? The Mexican joint. That's the, so the under the oh, red line. Uh, um, boy, my friends could be mad. I can't remember. Uh, El Jimenez, El Hardin. El Hardin. El Hardin yeah. off of Newport. Yeah, but there, there wasn't much. But all of a sudden, it goes from like all these kind of normal, kind of low scale places to having like nine new, just fancy joints, two stories, you know, two stories. Tecates. And I mean, it was overnight and like. Yeah, you're right. If it was 10 years ago and Madden was the only game in town or if he opened up right away, but that building wasn't even ready yet. I think right. the other big thing, I think the other big factor though is that Madden started doing the things he should have been doing a couple of years ago. Like I remember he had like uh these 670 remotes from there with like Eddie Vedder was there and Coomer was there. Like doing more of that shit would have brought more crowds in. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is he bringing he bring in uh Coomer Vedder uh, the guy who sings this, the Star Spangled Banner. Oh yeah, John uh, Vincent. Yeah, John Vincent. Like, and he'd do it like every Sunday home game. Like, why didn't you do this like a while ago? Like, this is stuff that would have made him at least more endearing to fans during some during some tough times. And you guys, you guys remember very clearly Harry Carey's when he used to have his place, you know, and and he you you'd go there and have a fucking you. you the reason you went is because you knew that Harry was going to pop in sooner or later. So, like, you'd go to Harry Carey's not to get a burger or a beer, but on the off chance that Harry Carey might walk in, and Harry would work the fucking room. And that's what Mad never did. 
Hey, Alan, remember one time you had a gift certificate to Harry Carey's and we went over there. We had we only had like an hour, but we had a hundred bucks to like blow yeah. hundred bucks at Harry Carey's. Then firing that day. We, we, were stuff. Here, we ordered like nine apps and uh, Harry Carey did actually not come in that day because he had been already dead for like 17 years. So. That's a problem. I had to fight yeah. to Wrigley and I got an Uber with some guy who was friends with the pink hat green shirt guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, pink hat guy. Pink hat guy, but, you know, he's got another name. That's his public name. Mm. Yeah, but I forget. That guy's weird. Yeah, I went on a podcast with him one time. Uh, Stuart McVicker, who's going to be on this show pretty soon, he came um, – he had me on the show with pink hat guy and pink hat guy trash talked his brother the entire episode. He's like, Oh my God, fucking asshole. And he should be in jail. And like, (laughs) dude, we just asked you if you like sitting up front and like, he was probably drunk. I don't know. He was mad, dude. So I don't know. Um, but uh, speaking of like, uh, might as well bring, uh, my tie into the show because my ties here. There it is. Oh, I haven't seen him in so long. Cavalcade of stars. Buddy. Chris Sorley oh on the show. Uh, Mai Tai, can you hear us? I don't know. I don't know if his. Can you see us? Can, hey, what's it's up, inter- guys? How we doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good to hear from you, man. Uh, I can see you guys. Everything good? Yeah, yeah. You're screaming, though. So you're blowing Absolutely. Up. Happy birthday, brother. Of course he's screaming. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you're, you're breaking up a little bit, but you sound great too. Actually, you sound. Um, I'm losing you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, I bet your internet connection is not great in that basement you're in. <laughs> my tie guy. Yeah. So we got my tie. We did promise a cavalcade of stars, but we didn't promise that you could hear the ball effectively. <laughs> hey, you could see him. That's pretty good. You could see so my my tie. I gotta tell you. Um, I was looking, Paul Sullivan wrote a piece on the Tribune the other day. That's Did you see this? I, I got him muted. He's got yeah. to mute himself if he wants to come back on. So I'll tell the story real quick. Um, so this is the anniversary of the basket at Wrigley Field was the other day. So I forget, like 1970 or something, they put the basket oh. into Wrigley Field. And well, so they're the basket. So here, they're, they're, I look at the article. I'm reading the article. I don't know if anyone knew this. Does anyone know who hit the first home run into the basket in 1970? You told me earlier. So I would I, guess uh, it was Glenn Becker. That was going to be my guess, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, me too. What? The yeah. answer was Billy Williams. Shit. That okay. was a more reasonable guess. So I'm I'm reading the article and it's like, you know, Billy Williams hits the first home run in the basket. The next thing they talk about after the Billy Williams home run, I I don't know how many of you were at NLDS game one. I was there. Yep. 2016. 2016, Javi Baez versus Johnny Cueto. Javi Baez hits one that should have been a Glenn Allen Hill shot. That ball was rocketed. And Matt Besiegian's calling the game. I heard it later on and, it looks like the ball's going to just land on Kenmore. And the wind just knocks it and it lands right, right in the basket. Angel Pagan's right underneath. It was right like, by me. I mean, I thought I had a beat on that. So did I. I just was in the video board there. So did right. I. 
I, I've never – I've been to a million Cubs games, and I've been to hundreds in the seats. Of, I was in my season tickets up in 5'11 on the third baseline. I've never seen the wind literally catch the ball and hold it up there. Yeah, that was crazy. It was like and he threw it into a wall. And Javi Baez totally pimped it. Just just for the record, can you he imagine if that, if that didn't get out, he would have had a long single. So they talked about Billy Williams hitting the first home run, Javi Baez hitting the NLDS home run in the basket. The third story I have a picture is that ball Kyle Schwarber's Kyle Schwarber's walk-off home run stolen by my Thai guy. Oh, the classic. Let's go to the There it is. Let's go to the chat. Let's go to the chat. Oh, look at it. the depth there. Look at the depth there. The kids are way back by the wall. He's up on the basket. Those kids have no shot. You have no shot, kids. Yeah, I mean, look at their little look at their little T Rex arms. Their tiny arms can't do it. Their tiny arms are their might. When when those kids become our bosses one day, we're gonna be screwed. (laughs) No, never. Now here's the money shot, though. There's there's a man who is enjoying his baseball. Okay, it was before we knew anything about Twitter. Yeah, being mad at us. We didn't know that Twitter was mad. We were just celebrating. Is the who has the ball? Oh, I still got the ball. But my tie, I'm in a case. Un- unmute yourself. Yeah, right? unmute yourself. Can you unmute yourself? Let's see if it works. Yeah, right. yeah, I'm, I'm trying. There you go. You're Is better now. Working or yeah, yeah. 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 yeah explain yourself. <laughs> explain myself. It's a walk off home run. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know how much more explanation needed Very to be fair. given. Uh, I'm sorry it wasn't a series. I'm sorry it wasn't a clinching game. Uh, I love Kyle Schwarber, and I love walk-off home runs. I think that's a fair enough reason, right? Or Very fair. Maybe not. I- <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, as the man who took the shot, it was there to see the look on your face and the excitement. I, I watched Bleacher Jeff. It's on, yeah. the, it's on the tape. You can watch it. I ran it. over to you. Yeah, he ran. He ran over. They got yes. the whole section over because everybody was standing, so the, the the bench was open. I just ran on the bench. You jump hugged like a cheetah man moved. Yeah, you you jump hugged each other. It was a beautiful moment, and then all of a sudden we go out to the corner, and then what do we find out? That everybody in Chicago hates us. Yeah, it was. I was, I, I was yeah, it was between G Man and the corner. That's when we found out. Yes, right. Yeah, G-Man was great. We're, we're, we're doing shots. Everyone's having a great time. No one else we're, had We're, we're taking pictures. Everything's great. And, and, and here's Bleacher Jeff in the corner firing away. And he's like, he's, he's like, you're getting killed here, man. I'm like, I'm like this is nuts. What, what are people talking about? You know, it, was, it didn't make any sense. And then the articles came out. Everyone started saying what a horrible person I was. And how could I do that to those children? And all from 11 seconds of video. Little did they know. Yeah, there, there it is again. Look at how short their fucking arms are. <laughs> like the depth, the depth in that video. Like You can't see the depth. It flattens the image. There's depth there. They can't do it. They can't no, reach it. So my tie, you are legend now. Oh, in, legend for sure. Top three in the article. In I mean, the article, infamy, my... but I'll take it. Hey, man. Well, the article is those kids in the article, it goes college. Billy Williams, right, Javi on. Baez, Mai Tai. What, what, what at a time? What at a time? We had three guys. Go. <laughs> all right, Carl, I got his in. All right. Move on, Alan. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying those kids are going to put their psychologist kids through college. Thanks to that. 
That's right. Yeah, maybe. Those kids are going to make the pandemic video of that video. Oh, man. Yeah. What the? Yeah. Those kids were happy, though. They left happy. They were happy. <laughs> they're happy time. now. They're happy now. They're all, they don't even know. They forgot. There's kids living right. lives. They have no idea what happened anymore. They don't care. Yeah. And plus, my tie, you gave them a bunch of baseballs throughout that game. I mean, we. Uh, I think we lost. I mean, I I was the one that contacted the Cubs and got them tickets to, you know what I'm saying, some nice Hunter Road tickets, some Schwarber signed baseballs. I'm pretty sure that they got a lot more than they would have gotten had they had to split one baseball. And Schwarber had your back, too. Schwarber said, yo, it's a walk-off. Like, sorry, kids. Like... It's a also, game where we, everybody we need knows. to redo the bleacher rules, though. Like, <laughs> how old were those kids? Probably like 10, 12. Okay. Nine. So my, Nine. My, my parents had a rule no bleachers until you're 16. That's fair. That should be a rule. And, actually. and I fought against that rule. 13. So 13. I kid. Like, no, it should be 16, my, 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 and my they could have a couple of beers if they so want. Wow. And my mom, my mom was strict on it. Like, no, like, I will buy you a ticket. To like the nicest tickets I can get to any game, so you won't sit in the bleachers. Let that's me tell this quick story. So I gotta ask. I mean, that's smart. Wait, I, wanna, I, I gotta ask. I think I think I told Danny this before, but this it's one of my favorite t- stories to tell. The week before, it was it was like the second week of the, the year. The the year I turned sixteen, my mom finally said, "All right, you turn sixteen in July, you can go to bleachers." It was spring break, Cubs Reds, Ooh. sat in right field. Ronnie Wu, this is before the game. Ronnie Wu is signing some girl's boob. It sounds yes. right. And she's so drunk, she doesn't make it to first pitch. She's she's kicked out of the game before first pitch. Sounds right. Anybody with Ronnie's signature on their boob is not going far in this. No. Life, really. And then, like, in the third inning, some guys, like, these guys are just, like, killing Austin Kerr's or talking about his mom. And one guy goes, all right, let's get off Kern's mom. You know, like, oh. nice guys. And then he goes, Cause I just got off on her. I'm just like, oh, oh my god. god! I mean, it was close. What That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Hey, Lou, you're not going to believe this, but my son turns 16 next year in March. Right. So I'm going to take him to his first opening game, and he can drive me home. Nice. Well done. Uh oh. See, that's the only reason why you had kids. Well, I yeah. figured it out. He wants his drivers when they're 16, when he's drunk. That's it. So, Lou, can you Lou, can you take me behind the scenes of Outside the NBA? I know Danny brought candles. I know. What, what, what was that like? Because I, I know Danny, and I know he doesn't get intimidated by guys like Ozzie Gein or David Kaplan. What was it like with Danny and Outside the NBA? Give us the behind the scenes. I think my favorite Outside the Ivy story was when – Ozzy Gid was telling the story of. Oh. Yeah, the dad doesn't even know because there's like five of these stories that I could go with. Um, I don't know which was like the Peruvian hooker story is a good oh, yeah. one. Good, yeah. Um, What's the Peruvian hooker story? Can we hear that? Well, I love when he, when he was in David DeJesus. Was that the one he was when he was using poor Michael Cerami as a prop? And yeah. then David DeJesus' face like spitting on him. He's like ah la la. He's like you know, and then. And, and poor yeah. Michael's just sitting there like, okay, am I supposed to move? Am I supposed to do anything? Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like sitting in the chair. He's thinking Ozzy's going to eat him. <laughs> it was like amazing. Oh, man. How about the time when, when – remember when Ozzy was going to – he was going to become transgender, 
Yes. <laughs> this is really this is I asked Ozzy if if he would manage again. And he goes, No. If I need the money, I'm gonna go like like Bruce Jenner. I'm gonna become a woman, I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell the motherfucker. <laughs> For all of like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? He's like out of his goddamn tree. Very entertaining, but I mean, any other kind of occupation, that man's out on his ear, lawsuits up the wazoo. Oh, yeah. But everybody's like, ah, it's Ozzy. He's a sexist pig. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? My favorite Ozzy story is the one where uh, he breaks all the TVs in the clubhouse because the guys are watching football. Oh, that's right. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, he tells that himself. He tells that himself. And my favorite part of that is, how come, you know, because I asked him, like, why did you yell at Burley when you knew Peavy was the guy who was, like, the ringleader? He goes, nobody respect Jake Peavy. I yell at Jake Peavy. Everybody join me. They say, fuck you, Peavy. <laughs> <laughs> I yell at Mark Burley. That's, I get some respect. That's fair. I get that. Like, Damn. I'm like, people really hated Mark Burley. Or I'm like, Jake Peavy. They really yeah. hated Jake Peavy. Yeah, fuck Jake Peavy. I mean, I get it. White Sox Lou, have those asshole pitchers. It seems like Lou, Lou, what, Lou, what are you, what are you cooking lately? I know you're a big chef, Chef Lou. Chef Lou, what is on the menu at Chef Lou's? Cooking in Lou's kitchen. Room? So last weekend, um, our tenants, we uh, they planted some flowers. So I decided, me and my dad decided that we were gonna get them some steaks. Get it? They're 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 from Th- they're from Thailand. We get them some steaks, some potatoes. Get them a good old. Good old fashioned, a grilled American meal. American. The first time their their oldest son had, he's like seventh grade, had an American ribeye, and he took one bite. He goes, "Wow!" I'm just like, "All right, that means the steak's good." Yeah. And That's then the they uh, their oldest daughter didn't know how to make steak on the grill because they don't they don't use charcoal grills like we do. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm showing her how I season it, what, what I use. Tell the Peruvian who cooker story. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know who put that up there. Someone did. Not it. Uh, today I made some rice. That shit was good. Some Puerto Rican rice. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 to, to finish off the Peruvian hooker story, uh, Ozzy went to Peru with his wife, and oh. like, but I forgot how how the hookers got involved. But Cap said, like, his wife was going out there. He's like, oh, yeah, I know some hookers. Yeah, and I'm sure there was <laughs> I, I'm sure there was cocaine involved. Uh, oh, you know. oh yeah. no, well, that, that's the other story, that if, uh, if if they didn't pick us up for a second season, uh, we were going to be Ozzy's hooker and cocaine mules. Nice. <laughs> that. Dude, that's a good job. You should get that job. That's a I sweet was just game. like, wait, is this serious? And I'm like, I think Ozzy's be- Ozzy wants us to be his, his drug mule. I mean, swear to God, this job. Sign me up. True story. Uh, my family's Lou. You, I think I told you this, Lou. My family's from Ecuador, and so I go down there about every three to four years, and we run into one of my cousins, the one that likes cocaine too much, and we run into my cousin at a bar, and he's like, "I'm going to take you out. I'm going to show you around." Blah blah blah. We get to like this mansion place. He's like, "I'm going to take you where where they don't show the tourists where to go." I said, "Okay, show us where we go." So he takes us to this beautiful mansion and I look up on the fence and there's guys with M16s, like literally AR-15s and shit. So I'm like looking up. I'm like, all right, okay. So we go in and we get into this place, has a beautiful oak bar, all the whiz, all top shelf. And all these beautiful women are coming up to talk to us. 
And that's when we realized they are Colombian prostitutes. <laughs> at this point now, um, you know, I am engaged. My other cousin's engaged. Five seven. Oh, Jesus Final Christ. photo. <laughs> Just saying. My seventeen year my seventeen year old brother is the only one that's not attached to anybody. So we volunteered him to get to get a hooker for him, but he refused to do it. So that's my hooker story. <laughs> that could have that could have gone in a whole different direction. Yeah, it could. It was it was a legendary night. I mean, that's only just part of the story, but it was a, it was a hell of a night. Yeah, sometimes you're like breaking out of a basement of a compound at the end of that story. You're like, yeah. they're shooting at us, and then we're like over the barbed wire, <laughs> razor wire tearing into my forearms, and you know, could have gone like that. I'm just saying, like I've had those other nights too, so <laughs> it could go much worse. But um, so I I, I think uh, we're we're like. Uh, Let's check on the Zoom. Oh, I can't even bring anybody else in. I wanted to check on the Zoom party, right. but it's not going great. Oh no, I can't. No, oh. how are you guys doing out there in Zoom? Give us a thumbs up. Give them like twenty seconds. <laughs> All right. Give them. <laughs> they don't even know they're on. They're like, yeah, wait, I just told my wave. We're gonna have to. I give just told my wave. Hey guys, in the Zoom. Uh, oh, now it's happening. Oh, now one of them gave a thumbs up. I saw. One, Jeff, are you playing music? Bleacher no. Jeff, are you playing music? I don't think so, am I? No, they're just sitting there. No, yeah, not yet. That's the after party. I'm going to spin some records. We're going to play some games afterwards. Spin some tunes. Yeah, because we'll, uh, we can all uh, watch some music videos together and play some games and hang out and drink I'm more. My Twitter followers, real quick. I was at 69.67. Oh, yeah, two still away. 67. Yeah, still two away two from 69.69. I got uh, three hours left to. To do it on my birthday. Oh, so now Zoom. Like, now Zoom is saying hi. Oh, now they're not again. I don't know. It's a delay. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyway, thanks for coming on uh, my birthday show. We're almost at the two-hour mark, I believe. Shit, that happened fast. Yeah, I know. I know. I believe we have uh, possibly Joe Kilgallen. Well, uh, Joe is coming on. Yeah. All right. Andy, I'm gonna log off, man. Happy birthday. All right, Lou. Thank you, Lou. Good one. See you, buddy. Can't wait to see you we guys at you, baseball sometime soon. Yeah, we'll talk again. No doubt. Yes, sooner than later or later than sooner. We have no control over this sort of thing. So, uh, man, I love that guy. I love doing. Uh, He's a good guy. Yeah, I, I love doing that show with him last year. That dude, I didn't get a chance to tell him, but he knows how I feel. That uh, you know, that dude's an encyclopedia. You'll be like, who's that guy? He was kind of tall. It was like 88, played for the Mariners, I think. And he's just like, Lenny Randall or like whatever the fuck. Like, he'll have some a- answer right away. But I think somebody just came in. Oh, lovable Lou Sears. Lovable Lou Sears. My tie guy, you're muted. So if you want to come on, but we get echo from the, unless you got headphones. If you got headphones, it'll uh, make the echo. All right, cool. Yeah. So I got you muted in case you got something to say, then you come on. Um, but let's bring him on. It's uh, Kyle Aker, the lovable Lucy is back from the dead. (laughs) Uh, Easter. Easter just happened. He has risen. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, how how was uh, time in Hades? And, uh, you know, you were dead for a good three months. They brought you back to life, found you in a block of ice. If you saw that movie Iceman, it was similar to how they they do it these days. So uh, how you feeling? Uh, I'm alive, man. It's weird coming back from the dead. Yeah, I mean, so what did you see down there? I mean, I really can't, I can't tell you. I'd have to bring you with me if I did. 
Well, can I go with you then? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> but you might be dead. <laughs> anyway, the love of Lucier's is back. We, we should uh, quit, quit the pretense. Look, everybody's excited. Todd Emmons. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're obviously out there in Maine still. Um, and uh, how's it going with I'm you? Camp, I'm at camp right now. I was, I was paying fishing poles and guns behind me. Yeah, where where are you? Looks it looks like some sort of hunting lodge underground. Pretty much, <laughs> it's pretty much what I'm doing right now. I mean, you got like some curtains that don't even cover a window behind you or something it's, like. I'm in some balance. old lady's house. It's She's a ba- holding me captive. <laughs> yeah, it really does look like that. Are you? It is an old lady's house. Look at all the wood paneling. Look at it. I know. Oh. Look at that fireplace. It's electric. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I have to say, uh, happy birthday to you too. We are my Ooh. fellow brother. Uh, your birthday is back. You're, he's in April, May though. So uh, an April man, April Taurus. Uh, cheers, brother. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm not. What? What? I'm sorry, my audio, my audio working. I know it's weird. Wrong with my shit. <laughs> Does not compute. I drink. <laughs> I so, just walked in the door. I was about to pour myself a whiskey. Right on. So, right. Uh, and and you got a, a restaurant opening up out there, or kind of? You, you got? I mean, yeah. The pandemic fucked up everybody, but yeah. it fucked up you in a big way because you were just about to get something going, and then we were, uh, we were we were getting ready to open in a week when they said we're shut down. So, uh, 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 Jose Orlando says Lyle thinks coronavirus is a small price to pay to not see Mookie Betts play for another. Very fair, Jose. It's very really fair. very true. Although, <laughs> I say fuck baseball right now because of all this shit happening. But I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited about the DH in the National League just to see you all lose your fucking minds. Oh, uh, you missed Michael John earlier on the show. He's moving, actually. He's moving from Colorado to Iowa. So we caught him in the truck, and we, we told him that the DH was coming to the NL. And he lost his shit, of course. So it was it was a very yeah. while driving. Yeah. Who did we just lose? Well, but I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I think there's something good about an 82 game season. I'd, I'd be interested to see how it plays out. You think no, Lyle, Lyle, you're right. I, I have been I have been advocating at least a 140 game season. Buck starting it. I mean, like if you start the season at like March 31st in Chicago. What are you doing? Like, it's literally like freezing. Nobody wants to play. I remember Jorge Soler dressed up as Sub-Zero. Fucking play when the weather's better. It's very there's, warm there's now. no reason for games above the Mason-Dixon line any time before May. Right. Yeah, and even today is May 12th. I mean, there's, shit. It's, cold, it's cold as shit out there right now. It's, uh, I've got my heater on right next we got to sn- We got snow in Boston last this past weekend on Saturday. Yeah, and and we've been all through to snow games in June, even like you the world know, is dumb. You know, you get you get a little lake effect if it's if it's coming in, and I know Boston's the same way. But like, you know, I don't know. They, I like that. I hope they get super weird with it. I think they should go like crazy seated round robin March Madness, just uh, like a month long tournament. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, who cares? Baseball, on Baseball Island, they should take a whole tropical island somewhere in the bahamas build a bunch of baseball stadiums and then uh you know quarantine them and their families in paradise everybody yeah. go out there get your corona test there's no way you can get over there like you know unless you bring some bats you know, bats could hey get danny put 
put both your hands where we can see him. You're talking about Baseball Island. Are you jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, I mean, Baseball <laughs> Island. No, but I, I will show. I think it's time to show this shirt. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, a costume piece in a show. So, anyway, I thought I thought it'd be a good time. Baseball Island got brought up, so I'm like, oh, fucking good. I mean, whatever they do, it's like, hey, it was better than nothing. So cool. And right? and you guys you guys know the rules. If the Cubs win this all, then it was all for real. If they don't, well, it still counts. There's a bullshit season. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't you really want to win it on the weird year? I mean, hey, that- might as well. Right. I'm just saying that if they don't. Yeah, but everyone else make- is going to discount it. I mean, right. suck it. I don't give a shit about. Hey, f- you know how it goes, man. Look at the Astro fans. They still think they're fucking yeah, this shit, really. even though they know they cheated. They can stand that still. We could stand that like forever, dude. Yeah. Like, no. Easily. No Easily. problem. I'll be I like, no yeah, problem. we fucking want a 40 game season. You like that shit, bitches? I'll go on Twitter till my fingers theory. bleed. The poor Dodgers. <laughs> this will be the year the Dodgers win. Everybody's going to be like, yeah, it's a. <laughs> Well, well, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, uh, but what about the the Red Sox? I mean, that's a tiny little slap on the wrist for their little cheating escapades. Ooh, little Who? Dude, they didn't do anything. There was no proof of anything. The little bit cheaties. You know, the, the last a little bit. The Nationals would be the last legitimate World Series champions, but they they don't even play in a state. In the United States, they're not even a. That's true. They're not officially a state. Territory doesn't even count. That's not even America. Yeah, Toronto is at least in a country. You know, like this, they can't even vote. They got like one non-voting guy. Like it does not count as baseball. So the Cubs are really like the last legit, or well, the le- last legitimate champions, except for the Nationals, which kind of you can give it a little asterisks. Yeah, nah, I'll still go with the Cubs. Yeah, I think it's the Cubs. But um, yeah. I mean, what do you think they should do, Lau? I mean, you would follow. What, what, what's everybody? All the baseball heads out there saying. I I think it'll probably end up being an eighty-two game season. That's what it sounds like. I think they're going to force it to happen. I not only do I think there's no fans in the season in, in the stadiums at all this year, but I think maybe next year too. Whoa, whoa, hey now, hey now. I think we have two years without fans in baseball stadiums. What about vaccine stuff? When is that happening? Come on. Unless, unless that happens, I mean, but I mean, that's I, what I we mean, need. It, it appears well, it'll be at least a year. Wait, hold on. Just, we actually have a scientist wait. on the show, and his name is Alan. And Alan, you tell oh, us what, what the fucking prospects oh, of shit. are. Because, Some random science expert. I don't think that there will be large crowds for a year and a half at least. That's oh. just how it's going to be. And uh, you were talking to me about a vaccine, though, how that even works, like putting that even together and the, like breaking through the cell wall and figuring all that shit out. I forget what it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to send anyone to break through your but, cell wall. Um, I mean, it's 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 not it's not extremely <laughs> likely that they're going to that are going to develop a vaccine. It's 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 still in the seems likely that something will happen, but uh, I wouldn't get too excited about a vaccine. Maybe treatments right now. And yeah. it's herd immunity, but it's going to be it's going to be it's going to change how everything operates forever, probably. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I, there was some uh, picture floating around the other day of a ball game, and I don't know if it was a major league game, but uh, Nicole, my girlfriend, showed it to me of a uh, a, a nineteen eighteen baseball game. The the umpire was wearing a mask. 
the batter was wearing a mask and the catcher was wearing a mask over underneath his catcher's mask. So cheers, brother. Yeah. Cheers. They socially distance. They needed extra so, protection. So in, so in other words, in order to get you to do the Sun Ranto show, all I had to fucking do was go TV. You're like, yeah. you're wasting yeah. my fucking amazing looks. Look at this. Look at the moneymaker, baby. Look yeah. at this punum. <laughs> but let me tell you about Lyle because it's true. Because I met Lyle when I was uh, we're 20. We were 20 years old. 20. And we happened to be put into the same building called the Greystone Hotel, which makes an appearance in the mo- in the poem Howl, uh, I believe by Allen Ginsberg. I, I think- forgot about that. Yeah, he, he writes about Howl it. Is, yeah, Howl is by Allen Ginsberg. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we ended up living there. We didn't know that at the time when we moved in. We just were like, what a shithole. This place is full of roaches, which I believe is what Allen Ginsberg said about it too. But anyway, so we move in there. I'm on the fifth floor. You're on the ninth floor or some shit like that. We meet in the elevator because your roommate and our great friend Adam and you were stealing a nut machine. Yes. And, you, and, and, you, and you had a nut machine that you drunkenly stole from some lobby somewhere. And you're going up the elevator and you have a uh, – uh, you have a, a nut. Speaking of nut machines, my Thai guys chiming in on the comments here. Oh. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so I'm like, I'm going to hang out with these motherfuckers, and of course, you know, any guys that uh, steal nut machines, they're into you know drinking and smoking weed. So we start hanging out, and anyway, forty, you know, forty years later, twenty six years later, here we are, years of uh, you know drinking under our belts. Eight, seven years of doing the stupid Sun Ranto show, which we never even meant to be a thing, and now we're on TV, baby. We're on TV, people. It's the big time, and uh, you know. It, but it was me and you at the start, just doing this, talking for a half hour, tr- trying to spell Jeff Samarja's name. That was pretty much the whole Go show. Ahead, do no, it. I, yeah, that was. Oh yeah, do, do it, it Danny. Right do it right now. S A M A R D Z. I, uh, fuck. I, you got it. You got it. I, I panicked. I panicked. Why'd you help him? So you're not moving along in the 2020 spelling bee. Danny, you're out. Uh, Damn it. Come spelling bee. That's all right. I I would have lost it. Some little freaking, uh, you know, uh, savant kid anyway. In the end, what you need is a brain that doesn't work. Like you, you, you're gonna lose to the kid that can't tie his shoes but can spell desk with the daily or some shit. You know what I mean? But the kid right. has got no motor skills, but he can fucking do everything else. You know what I mean? Correct. <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad you came on the birthday show. And I'm no sorry. offense, Danny. Danny, you're talking about motor skills, but I saw your little league video. Oh yeah, yeah. Should we oh, watch it? Well, I don't know if you've seen. Oh, are you kidding me? Lyle, I don't know if you've seen any of this. Good form. It's you know I was gonna play these periodically through the show, but we had the cap hustle and heart. We well, that's about yeah, it. Yeah, boy, oh boy. But I'm gonna hustle and heart. Like I said, I don't know, man. That 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 was a lot more than hustle and heart. Yeah. That was more like. <laughs> uh, All right, which did it? Which did I play already? I forget. How okay. fat was? No one remembers. That was two hours ago. <laughs> right, let's okay. see. Hey, wow. Second, nobody out. First batter's up. I'm catching. Hey, Danny, give me a knuckleball. 
Look how little that kid is. Ooh, where to stop that ball, boy? Oh, right in the chest, huh? Gotta go out and talk to him. I like, I'm like, dude, you fucking blow. Throw a fucking strike, idiot. You suck at pitching. Right, let's do it, bro. Come on. What are you doing? Ah, there we go. Ah, there we go. Man Nobody else, man, out first. I got to show this to John Baker. Line up in the pitch. Line up in the pitch. Yeah. 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 You some pointers. Yeah. yeah. Get back behind the dish again. Yeah, be like, hey, hey John, here's how it's really done. Look at that. He stole that on the pitcher. Let's try, Dan. Let's try, Dan. He's a natural kid. He's a natural. Yeah, I mean, that's probably enough of this. <laughs> well, I mean, is there, is there a payoff here? Maybe. Alright, I, I believe it, it goes on It goes on too long, but I believe at the end, I, the guy steals third on me. <laughs> yeah, I got, a couple, I got a couple things to say. That's not a payoff. Form, I mean, you look good. You're, you're down on your haunches, you're up on your toes, I was so you're 13. ready for action. Your glove work was was okay for the age. Soft hands. Soft hands. It, it's obvious you were wearing a cup because your package looked enormous. I've seen you naked. Got him. So I don't know what that's all about. And oh, you know exactly what it's about. He's I think stuffing. he was He's stuffing. stuffing. I think he was stuffing it <laughs> back then. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. he needed maybe. to. He was stuffing. I, I would, the throw I would get to second. Just for fun. Although it's pretty close. You gotta throw that on a rope, Danny. You can't just let that thing. You yeah. you you floated that thing. I know, I know. That was a rainbow bright. Well, the worst was I, I threw it askew to third base, I believe, right. The kids just they're still but they stole it on the pitcher. That wasn't me. Uh, I, it was a panic throw. No. I mean, Keep telling yourself that after four the years. Montero, man. You can't no, blame the pitcher. Did you see his delivery? He was just coming in so slow. He was like, you know, he's got that big he was still in the fucking stretch. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, man, he was. I mean, he's still in a windup. Yeah. The only other thing I would say is when that kid, we they took it out of the video, but when that kid stole home, Danny ate him. Come on! Slid right in my mouth. Ooh, that tasted like tobacco. <laughs> you gotta get a new microphone. Yeah, I quit smoking, but my uh, microphone still is a cigarette. It's a big fat cigarette. I've been blowing smoke into it for hey, the last at least five, five years. Yeah. yeah, at least five years. But um, so did, did we get a uh, Stuart into the like, Stuarts? We got room for one more in the party. We got but, in the green room. You got him in the green room? No, he's not in. Who's in the green? Someone get in the green room. Where's Joe? Where's Joey? Um, I don't know. Maybe I forgot to send him the link. All right, let me try to send the link. People. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, resend it. I got it on Stu, man. I just sent Stu a shit. All right, you, you, you sent Stu the shit. All right, cool. Yeah. So anyway, we've had a lot of fun together, and we're at uh, two. This is actually short for a Sunranto show. I mean, uh, we'll, two, we'll, we'll have to party though. 
Yeah, but we're we're gonna have a little after party. Um, where 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 are the dancing girls? Uh, they they left. They just kind of saw who was here, and they were like, "Eh, I don't think so." <laughs> it didn't really work out. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much uh, we want. We want to get Stu on the show, and then we'll probably just. I'm, I'm getting on it right now. I mean. Actually, I can I can do whatever I want because it's my birthday. So I'm like dancing. I don't know if you've noticed how I've been like squirreling around in my chair. I just have to take a piss. I'll be much happier in five oh, seconds. Oh, we could we could talk while you pee. Yeah, I, I was like, no, the Let's show's go. gonna fall apart. I was like, wait, hold on, there is no fucking shit. We're just a bunch of. All right, never mind. Let's <laughs> talk about the, de- the designated hitter some more. Anybody need anything? Don't talk about me while I'm gone. Uh, oh, we're gonna talk can about we get it. Some you beer? Or pretzels, something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. Some nachos. Yeah. Danny, huh? What the fuck, dude? This fucking guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, if, you know, Danny was saying it'd be good if they just tried something weird because it's just a fucked up season and just let, let's be experimental, maybe. How about the, the, the rule that people have been talking about quite a bit that you have the DH until you pull the starter? Yeah. Are you comfortable like with that? Yeah. I like you're going to get stuck with it? And then after, after you the pull the starter. It's the best of both worlds situation, you know, like. Yeah, the, the, you, then you have to do the switches. Yeah. Let me ask no, you a question. A Real question right here. Right now, knowing what you know, who is the Cubs DH? I know Schwarber's a big pick, but but I mean who else DH? is gonna play left though right now? I mean Sousa. Sousa's somebody that, that have. the Cubs have a lot of interest in. That's one of those things that Theo's gonna talk about as far as having value, as far you know, that he but has like- injury. I feel like he's more of a DH candidate than unless he, until he can prove he can do something again. You know, put, like, put KB out and left. Oh shit! Who's playing third then? Bodie. Javi. Oh shit! Who's playing short then? <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, the cat, the avalanche just keeps going from there. I know. Lyle, Lyle's going to just come in and light fire to it all, man. <laughs> Set it on fire, yeah. Burn it all to the ground. Who needs it? I mean, it? I, I've, I've said from the beginning. I always thought Schwarber should have been a. A DH, and but I'll, I'll say he's gotten a lot better. Back. I mean, he's he, gotten a lot better. He was great in the field last year. He really did. He. he I mean, I think great might be pushing it. I'd say, I'd say slightly above average. Yeah, maybe average. Average to slightly above, like the slightly is like a generous slightly too. I mean, I'm like I'm just giving him a generous slightly. Well, there's Stu. What's up, Stu? Guys, I, guys, I gotta introduce. I gotta introduce the Godfather of Club 400. Uh oh. The man. The Uh-oh. myth. The legend. The legend. Stuart McVicker, the man behind Club 400. I love this guy, and I'm so glad he's here tonight. Cheers, Stu. What's up, Stu? All right. It's pretty much like the bottom of the seventh inning, right? So, um, Fair. All you guys, like everybody here right now, needs to grab a shot, all right? Oh, shit. All right. Give me a second. Everybody right. grab a shot. One shot up. I'm going to go let's grab. Put, let's, put, let's put this I... thing on hold real quick. Let's... Uh, Let's just grab a shot. Everybody relax for one second. Stu, Stu, what are you shooting real quick? All right, I have a, a really special uh, shot I'm doing tonight for all the people in Chi-Town. I'm going to do some Malort, man. Oh! <laughs> Is that all you've had so far? Okay. I mean, I don't want to do it. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to meet this challenge. Alan, 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 I got to ask you, Alan, would you go to London to see the Cubs? I was planning on going, but not now. 
Like, we just gonna like go home while you're at it and be like, go home. Wait, I'm not gonna see the Cubs too. I was in England in the February for work and I was gonna uh, do a kind of a mini um, take on uh, see what see what people were excited about the game in London. Right. But it turns out we couldn't really go anywhere. Uh, it was pretty restricted. It was already and, down, locked down. Yeah. Um, so, but the, well, the, the overall theme was no one really cares over there. Baseball yeah. not really reached. It's very difficult to get into baseball. It seems right. Yeah. It's, it's happened. It's at, I'm at 16. Somebody unfollow me real quick so I get a picture. I'm at six six thousand nine hundred and seventy followers. Oh, Somebody, here, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Hold yeah, on. yeah. Unfollow me so I can get this. Let me get back to your page. It's huge. I mean, Dude, what? I knew we would do it during this show. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, guys. This is fucking beautiful. I'm happy right. birthday. Happy. There, there is no better. All gift right, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Hold on, hold on. I've got to refresh my page here. Refresh, refresh quickly. Still, all right, there I am. Okay, now I got to fucking. Do this shit, sixty nine, sixty nine. And I unfollowed you on your birthday. That's cold. I screenshot it. I got it. I got it. Got it. I'm refollowing you. I'm the seven. Here's here's to Darwin Barney. Guys, real quick, if this is okay. (laughs) To Darwin Barney. Darwin Barney. Danny Rocket, dude. You're my brother like no other. So I I got this for you right here. Shot glass. A little bit of Malort. Uh huh. You got it. A little bit of Malort there. All right. I just did my shot. I'm closing my eyes and pretending. Do another one, Lyle. Oh, guess what? We're going to put a little whipped cream on top. Oh, shit. Lord and cream. What do you call this concoction? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a candle in the middle. Oh. Uh I'm going to light that fucking candle. Yes. I like this. This is amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Danny. Happy birthday to you. Alan, can I hear an Irish version of Danny Boy? Uh, oh, daddy boy. Boy. oh, daddy boy. ever. It does not represent <laughs> Irish music at all. Uh, no, the- no I, I know it doesn't represent Danny. Irish music, but it's Danny's fucking birthday. Sing Danny. 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 I heard I heard the pipes are calling. You should check your phone. Danny, which Brady Bunch character are you? Uh, Alice. <laughs> You're, you know, it would be me or Crawley would be Alice. Mm. Are you... Are you I Jan or Marsha? I, I think I'm. I think I'm Mrs. Oh no, you be Cindy or Marsha. I'm Mrs. Brady. I'm doing Greg. I'm like, yeah, baby. I'm a yeah. milk. I like to go. You know what I mean? Or I'm Greg, oh, yeah. Johnny Bravo. I'm a yeah. little Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Greg. Yeah, I'd say he's a Greg. I'll tell you what, man. I've had so much fun watching this show tonight. Uh, I mean, Danny, especially the first time I met your mom. Like, I knew like. She was special. Like I'm like I, I always loved you, buddy. What do you say? You suck. You're not special. You're plus. This is awesome. Uh, the the video you showed earlier tonight. Everything has been spectacular. And you know I've been down here in Club 400 drinking some beers. Nice. And I've enjoyed like fucking the last three hours watching you guys. You guys are great. I've just loved seeing everybody. I mean, it's because we. Yeah, I honestly have I have six tickets for tonight. 
But in you know, I've taken pictures of the game. Yeah, we we'd be sitting out in the in left field bleachers. You know, right now it's nine twenty six. We'd be singing "Go Cubs Go" right about now. Yeah, we're about the seventh inning. Uh, we're about the seventh right now. Yes. Well, they, no. The game started at six forty tonight. Oh, it's a six forty. Yeah, they're doing those change. They did those change of starts for the earlier games. That's what right. happened. And unleash the COVID. You know, and you can't change shit like that. You can't start in March. You know, otherwise the virus they just fucking comes. A fucking virus. But uh, but instead, but either way, like this was a a, a great second. I, I probably would have seen a bunch of you guys tonight anyway, just to you know party is my birthday and shit. But you know this is really fun anyway. That you know, and just the fact that it was I'm impromptu, and that we all have had a chance to like take a moment for ourselves, you know, just to kind of like take a step back and be like, hey, what do we got here? Well, a fucking lot. We got a fucking ton. You know, we got each other, and you got this great community. And Stuart, you've been a big part of that. You know, everybody that's been on the show has been a big part of like keeping the community just great friends and. You know. I, I, I got to show this picture right here. This is the first shot we ever did together. Nice. All right. Nice. First, shot, sure? first shot of Jaeger we all did together. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Are you sure? I went back in the archives, and I'm just telling you is that. The first photograph shot. That's the first photograph shot of the three of us doing a shot of Jaeger. Yeah, we were definitely all drunk in the same place at some point before. Oh, <laughs> for years. Uh, I mean, separately, I, years. I've always said, I've always said, man, separately we are nothing, but together we are something, dude. That's a, that's the goddamn truth. Like, if we combine forces, that that's what we become the powerhouse. Well, that's the if funny just, thing. Just, yeah. The funny thing is that we've all kind of hung around the same. Uh, stratosphere as far as as far as you know we've all kind of been around each other for so many years without 100% knowing each other and the second we did know each other we all became brothers from another mother that's it I mean that's sports fandom but it's specific it. specifically Cubs fandom I think it, it's something I mean Lyle you didn't even grow up a Cubs fan but some you live in Chicago and you instant. know what's that instant when I moved to Chicago yeah, you, you just can't escape it, you know, and, and you said that to you me. You walk into that ballpark, you meet the people, you hang out, you see Sammy Sosa hitting fucking home runs. And, Alan, like, you're, like, the only Irish fan, uh, baseball fan. There's, like, five Irish baseball fans in the entire world, and you're one of them. Be the max, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, it's- but the thing, the thing about it is that uh, it was a kind of by osmosis because I missed Chicago after I left when I was there for a summer in 2008. And I watched it, uh, like the games on ESPN America, purely because they had vignettes of like Chicago and Michigan Avenue and stuff. And as a result, I had to watch the baseball as well. And it just kind of clung to me. And I really enjoyed it. But it's still not my favorite. It's the people, <laughs> around the it's people like Danny who brings everyone together. I just, I'm kicking you off the show. That's, that's enough of that. <laughs> I, I will tell you. When I saw Alan at Lucky Doors and when the soccer game was on, the football, I'm going to call it football, when the football game was on, Alan's eyes lit up watching what they call football. We call it in soccer. We call it soccer in Ireland, so it's fine. Oh, really? Yeah, because we Gaelic football. Such okay. Cross between rugby and manslaughter. Yeah, and, and you're kind of like, fuck the Brits who call it football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this exactly. is not football. This is football. Yeah, it's soupy. Monkeys. Danny. This is a knife. Danny. 
That's Australian. So, but for your if for your birthday, Cubstradamus could give you one thing, and it's that right at the stroke of midnight on your birth night, one Major League Baseball player dies from COVID nineteen. Oh shit! Who do you pick? Wow. <laughs> we should all do this. There's an oh, easy I think answer. I, 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 think well, I know. I think I know who it is. Who, who has a lot of candidates right now? Actually, I feel like you know who who already has it because Stu's in like that. But I'm I'm uh I'm saying who I want to die. So it doesn't even matter, like you know what they would you know. How about through all of history, any baseball player? Uh, no, we oh. should go. We should go current COVID. Come on, that was okay, more let's go current. Yeah, we should do a cup. We yeah. should do a cup player. Cup player. Oh. No, no, no Cubs. We can't do Cubs. No that's, Cubs. Just, that's just no, sad. No. Uh, Current player right now has to be on a roster. Well, I'd go opposing, Dan- most I'd go, hated opposing player, basically. I'd go like Daniel Murphy or somebody like that. Ooh, you're vindictive. You want to yeah, go after oh, him. I don't forget shit like his. Ooh. You know what I mean? Daniel Murphy. I'll go former Cub, even though, because he sucked. I'm sorry. He was good for like a fucking week. And I was like, you know what? I, I'll even deal with your stupid fucking homophobia if you fucking hit 400. But he did not. So, like, all right, yeah, we, I like it. We went home. So we, we lost to the fucking uh, Rockies, and everything got fucked up. So fuck Daniel Murphy. I hope. I like it. I like it. I am Strong. going to go with. I am going to go with Jose Mer- Orlando Mercado, who says Ryan Braun. That's an easy I pick. Yeah, Danny was going to say too. That's an sure, easy pick. Fucking Once he's off fucking, the board, you can't pick him again. Fucking cheater. Fucking blame your steroid ass on some poor fucking guy he loves making it. a delivery to UPS. Fuck. He was Ryan a Cubs fan. He'll, he'll die of COVID Asshole. and come back stronger. You, you're just going to make him stronger. You, the, I'm, you just saying, I'm saying I want Ryan Braun dead. Right. Wow. Wow. That's that's nice. a strong take, but I like it. Hey, that's 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 what you You're get wrong. in three of the show. That's what I mean, I am on television pointing wrong. and screaming at him on television, so like I can't really talk. Dude, dude, seriously, I mean, is there any other player that comes up and gets the booze that he does at Wrigley Field? Well, it, that guy. And he hits a fucking home run because we're yeah. because we boo him and it makes him stronger. It's my point. He's gonna get COVID yeah. and he's in the MVP. That's my point. That's probably a pretty strong argument, too, Danny. All right, Jeff. Bleacher Jeff, who you got? I think I got to go Altuve. You cheating, wow. cheating motherfucker. He's trying, he's trying to be all clean. Mr. I didn't do nothing wrong. Why didn't they take the jersey off, buddy? Why didn't you have him take the jersey off? We know oh, you knew. We know you knew, and you're a piece of shit. He- Take wow, it. Get Luke the COVID. Kind of went from my dude. favorite non-Red Sox Cub player to my least favorite. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you you were trying to be the golden boy. You were trying to be Mr. Clean, Mr. Squeaky, Mr. I got a bald head and an earring. I'm Mr. Clean. Nope. You're a cheater. We're, guys, I see a lot of people with a lot of good choices, but we're talking current roster. So AJ, fuck that. I wish COVID. Steve fucking Garvey, I yeah. wish he had COVID up the ass. Um, yeah, Joe, no West. <laughs> Joe West. That's a solid, solid, solid. Uh, you know, Joe West. You know, shed a tear when Joe West goes. And by the way, oh, hi, Paulie, what's up, hi, Paul. Stuart McVicker, who do you got getting COVID right now? Um, Paul Johnson could definitely get COVID, I think. 
Uh, Joe West, possibly. It's it could happen. Uh, Joe West could have definitely. Uh, we could have got We could have got COVID at Dorothy's birthday party. We, oh, we totally got COVID. It's Dur- Dude, Dorothy's birthday. Just wait until that fucking uh, outbreak. You guys just like drove past the retirement home. Like what happened? What? Yeah, we, we went to a retirement home and we all hugged and blew shit all over the place. Oh, that seems like a horrible COVID. idea. Why did you guys do that? Fifty percent of the deaths are at retirement homes. Yeah, why did you go like in like retirement home? All the infections. You guys are like, like what? the goddamn Grim Reapers. Like, let's go in there. No, like you're gonna take it out of there. It's already in there. You're taking it out of there to all of us oh, now. Dude. Now I got it because of you. Because you went there. Great. All right, nice Stuart, Stuart. Stuart. Who you got getting COVID? Current roster player. Um. I would say Aston Russell. He's no longer on the Cubs, so uh, he's, I would, I will he's take also Addison not on any Cubs. roster. He's on. He's not, not, I think Ian Happ. I think Ian Happ could get. He's it. on no roster. Ian Happ could get it. Yeah, like one have to get it. Oh, then he's going to give it no, to. I don't him. want him to get it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Get it. <laughs> well, I think he could get it because he's living with those guys. He's with. Oh, uh, you're saying he's most likely to get it? Like he's well, he's out like there the he, most. He he's spreading want, it around. He might wander out and meet a chick. Yeah, he's getting out there. You think he's getting? You know. Once wait, again, wait, wait, wait. Jose Orlando wait. Mercado makes a point. Hawk Harrelson. Oh, absolutely. Also, not only that, I want Hawk Harrelson. He's not rostered, though. I, I want him to get COVID-19 20 minutes before he accepts his Hall of Fame shit. Like, I want him, like, I want him walking up the stairs. If he died before he got in the Hall of Fame, that would be sweet justice. Dude, I would seriously, like, <laughs> orgasm just, just watching Hawk walk up the stairs and fall over clutching Breathing from COVID nineteen. Come on, Hawk, you Hawk Harrelson. Crowley, you're a you're a healthy guy. You go to these autograph signings. Why don't you go get the COVID and go give it to Hawk? You could fucking make That's this smart. Happen. Yeah, you could be a you could be a, a COVID terrorist carrier. Yeah. Now now Chase now Trevor Bauer. But to me, Trevor Bauer is a hero. The reason Trevor Bauer is a hero is he fucking lost yeah. every game in the World Series. So to me, Trevor Bauer deserves a statue in front of Wrigley Field. <laughs> all piss on and laugh that his fucking drone ass fucked up the gonna, World Series. A, a, a statue of him holding a drone with blood dripping down his arm? Absolutely. Yeah. Chase, Chase McClure has another good like, point, too. Sucked, but I respect him. Which is uh, this, this stream got dark. Which it really did. Oh yeah, it did. It took a turn. That's right, Chase. Hey, it's I'm my very sorry. We can do what we want. This is Danny's thing, yeah. yeah. But uh, there's one person that hasn't answered, and that's Alan. Alan, who's getting the it? Darkest fuck of all, being the Irishman of the group. Of, uh, you know, like uh, I don't wish death on anyone, especially from COVID. Considering the oh, uh, just pretend like we did. Like come we are on, saying, come like, on, all that is like kind of don't value humans it's i get it but like why do you do that though that's not on me buddy like if you feel bad about it maybe you shouldn't have like talked about people you want to i mean it's fine like come on you you know hawk harrelson could easily get COVID 19 and you wouldn't cry I'd love this it. is our potato see, you would love it see you just said you'd love it uh, he right, could get so i could finally use his hairstylist Christian Ooh. Yelich could get it from uh, eating ass. Wait, did you say Joe Buck? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's well, kind of a nice guy though, but also fuck him. I- I'm not a Joe Buck hater, but hey, you know what, Alan? I like that you jumped in. You got off your high horse. You Ooh. jumped off it, and you fucking made a guess. My yeah, tiger went yachty. My tiger went yachty. Oh, 
You guys, Joe Kilgallen is here. Oh, Joey's uh, here. All right, we got Who's got to go? Let's go. I'll squeeze out. I got to get up at 6 a.m. All right, right baby. Bye, Lyle. Bye, Lyle. Happy birthday, Danny. My old, my, hey, old, my oldest buddy. All right. I love you, brother. Love All right. you. All right. See you later. All right. Lyle's gone. We're going to get – I as well. I, I, I think I got to get rid of you. Oh, I – I, I wait. Actually, I got rid of Stu too. Alan, you gotta go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna head off. All right. Happy birthday, Danny. Oh, there is an after party. I should mention on it, Zoom. It's on Zoom. I believe it's going. Let's take a look at the Zoom people. We got a couple. Look at the party. Same fucking three people. It's three. But we'll get more on there after. We'll play some games. All of us will be on yeah. there. It will be okay. join us, everybody. Like I, I want to, I want to end this show just so we can't party. But I'm gonna bring him on. It's Joe Kilgallen. Are you? Joe. Are you wearing an Expos? Andre Dawson. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a Hawk Dawson. Did you, you steal that from Mai Tai guy? Because you get, Mai Tai guy also has an Expos jersey that he sports quite frequently. He was on the show earlier. We told him, you know, that he shouldn't be stealing balls from children. But now it seems like his Expos jersey was stolen by you. You know, Mai Tai guy and I just have like a connection. That's I have an autographed ball from him somewhere in this basement. I love that dude. Yeah, the, the, he, yeah, he he loves balls. We we do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did anyone say Sean Rodriguez for COVID? Oh, no, that's a good one. That's a choice right there. You know who would pick that? The Gatorade Cooler would definitely pick that. Yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, that was, but that was so that was so entertaining. And you know, I didn't. The thing I loved about Sean Rodriguez is that you know he was a Pittsburgh Pirate. And he took it really seriously that he needed to look like an actual fucking pirate to play for the pirates. Like he had the fucking bandana and he had a, a cutlass and a fucking vest. He'd go out. Yeah, enough scraggle in the beard. Yeah, scraggle. I mean, the man looked like fucking Blackbeard about to walk the plank. And that was impressive. Instead yeah, of beating up villagers. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. Like if in football, hey, you could Joe, look like a Viking, you know? Joe and Jeff, you know, you got you Joe and Jeff, you guys got a connection and it is a Cubs baseball connection and that's Brody Stevens. Oh shit. Yeah. What, do you, what what you know, can you maybe kind of talk a little bit to the audience about oh, what shit. Brody about uh you know, what he meant to baseball and what he brought, you know, as far as not only that but you know, I know Joe you're a great stand-up comic. What Brody brought to stand-up comedy and how he kind of incorporated baseball into that. Um, yeah, I'll go first, Jeff. Yeah, it sucks. Um, you know, everyone, YouTube Brody Stevens. He's got a special on Amazon you can check out. That dude uh, loved baseball. And um, I was living in L.A. Uh, from 2014 to 2017. And during the 2016 season, he was headlining a show at the Hollywood Improv, which is a pretty famous spot. And he told me, he's like, hey, man, I got to have you open for me because the Cubs are playing that weekend. It's a Thursday show. The guys get in early. So hopefully, uh, you know, you'll meet some of them. And uh, David Ross was at the show. So I got to meet and talk to Ross, got a picture with him. Nicest dude. Like, I wanted to go up and talk Cubs. And right away, David Ross was like, dude, I love this joke. I love that joke. Huh. And so right, right when everyone was talking about, like, who the manager should be, I had a bias because Ross was really cool. But I'm like, the guy's got attention to detail. I went up in the middle of a show, and he remembered my whole set, joke for joke. And I did, like, 15 minutes. So I'm like, I think this guy be a pretty good manager. But Brody, um, he played baseball at Arizona State. Uh, loved um, – just obsessed with baseball. Just a good dude. Like, um, obviously, he had his demons. Um, but, yeah, man, he loved baseball. And he was always – 
a guy that was like loyal to his people too. Like he was a big AJ Ellis fan. Yeah. When the Dodgers cut him, his Twitter tirade was yeah, hilarious. So mad, yeah. yeah, he's like AJ Ellis, good guy. You don't cut a good guy. You don't Dodgers do that, lose. AJ. Yeah, he's just hilarious. Jeff, you can talk more about like that guy because you spent just so many hours in the bleachers with him. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those weird things where I was a fan. I just, you know, saw his show on Comedy Central, the Enjoy show that was so good. And, um, and then when I was – it just happened to me in Boston in 2014. I had field passes because my grandma got us the tickets and she passed away. We had to go anyway. So I'm on the field in Boston in 2014. I just see Birdie and Borzello talking in the outfield. And, I, and, and Enjoy was in 2013, so I just saw that show and I was like – Hey, Brody! And just yelled at me. Like, looked up and it was super confused that anybody had recognized him and came over and talked and said hi and stuff. Went back and then, you know, we saw him in New York a couple days later do a set because we saw that he was playing and stuff. So we kind of followed him for a couple days and it was fun. And uh, just over time, I saw him at the Cubs convention like the next year and I would see him just at random places that were Cubs connected. Then uh, one day he's just doing a periscope out you know, walking around Wrigley. I'm like, dude, come to the bleachers. I'm out here, you know? And he just ended up coming out there. I went out and met him and just came down and hung out. And ever since then, we just, like, every time he came to Chicago, we just hung out when uh, he was done hanging out with the team and hanging out with Borzella and nothing to do. He's like, all right, yeah, let's hang out. And, you know, I'd go to the shows. that He would do sets afterwards down at uh, Joe's show at Communities You Should Know and stuff. I would go down there and hold the periscope and uh, have a good time. I mean, he brought me on WGN radio with him. It was, like, just stupid stuff. Like, we were just hanging out and having a good time over the years. And, uh yeah, he's just a big baseball guy, and it's just sad that whatever all that stuff happened. And but yeah, do you know what's, do you know what's unique to the Cubs in this way is like I mean, Chicago's known, you know, second city, a lot of Saturday Night Live, even though that's filmed in New York. All those actors come through Chicago. Like, yeah. Yes, they're all trained here in Chicago. The improv scenes here, the stand-up scene, people cut their teeth here, and uh, you know, and there's you know, there's comedy clubs everywhere, and people attend them like. People- <laughs> Herbs to go see show like I see used to. What is he passing out over there? Or are you are you doing? Uh, Dude, is it a mouthful of whipped cream? Oh yeah, nice. babe. I thought I heard something. Babe, <laughs> and lick it off, huh? But uh, um, no, that's we're not at that part of the night. It's only nine forty-four. What am yeah. I talking about? It's a, it's not even eleven. So uh, it, anyway, it, I would have. What's unique to the Cubs? You got Bill Murray. You got Jeff, that f- piece of fucking shit, Jeff Jeff Garland. I've ever fucking heard my life. I hate that. But, but either way, he's a, he's very funny to a lot of people. And then uh, no, I'm kidding. I, I kick Jeff Garland. But um, you know, anyway, there's it's such a great comedy city. Cubs have a lot of great comics that love the Cubs. And you know, Joe, you've done like a ton of uh, what Rizzo's cook off. I did um, Anthony Rizzo's laugh off. I've done it twice. I hosted it the last time, which was really cool because Anthony and I were on stage together being like, hey, because it was like they auctioned off stuff. So we're like, hey, can I get 10,000? Can I get 12,000? Because um, the laugh off for for cancer he does every year except in 2019 because it was his honeymoon week. Um, He usually does it the Thursday before the Cubs convention kicks off. Yeah. And this year was different. I could give this away. I wasn't, you know, I was supposed to be like, shh, about it before. But uh, they were like, don't make any jokes about Marquee Network. Don't make any yeah. jokes about the payroll. <laughs> don't make any Danny, jokes about Danny, Danny, where's the Marquee drop? Okay. okay, hold on a second. Marquee Network. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a longer one. Marquee Network. What do you have against the Marquee Network? Believe me, 
You won't be booing about that in a year. <laughs> That's really sped up. You won't be booing about the Marquee Network in one year. Yeah. <laughs> That was the reaction to the Marquee Network. So, so they were like, no jokes about was that. Now, was that before it got booed or after? Before, before, it was before actually. Yeah, it was the day before. Yeah. And so, why did why did Thursday and Marquee got booed on Friday? Yeah, so it was the day before. Um, Marquee, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think they just wanted to just – they knew the whole off season was people being very upset about how most of the city was going to get marquee because they're still figuring out deals. And they just thought, like, we don't need the comedians pushing it. But I, I know Rizzo wouldn't have – he didn't care. Like, he didn't give yeah. a shit. Well, they don't and care about most of the that, players so. love it. Like, I met Ricketts in 2018 when I did the event for the first time. And Brody actually didn't perform, yeah. but he came and hung out afterwards. Um yeah. Uh, and Ricketts was actually a really nice guy. I was shocked. Like I wasn't like shocked, but he he seemed yeah. like a cool enough guy. Um, yeah, like, I was just there gonna... was one joke though that I did that I was like as I was telling it, I'm like I hope I don't get in trouble for this. Uh-oh. But I Let's had several it. players say great joke. I'll tell you the joke. All right. Um, I said all right. Uh, new manager David Ross is here. You know everyone's cheering because Ross was in the crowd. And I go Ross is going to bring in a new era of accountability. And uh, just a little piece of advice from my perspective, David, is um, no more wives singing walk-up songs. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, and uh, it was a, yeah, exactly. It was a Juliana Zobris dig. Well, and, then, I mean, um, and then I said, I, I don't care. I'm sorry, guys. I know that was going to get me in trouble later, but God damn it, Elton John deserved better. So, <laughs> I made it seem like I was more upset yeah. about the, how bad You're she right. was singing. Yeah, them. they they knew. They knew. They knew. Oh, no. they uh, So many people. Not everybody knew. Well, yeah, I got I got some thumbs up after the show. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe, uh, Joe, I'm going to be honest here, man. I'm going to be honest here. I've had a few drinks. Um, I well, I think that John... wait, no. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but that's, by the way, that's a drop of Crawley singing karaoke down at spring training this year. I. But uh, in all honesty, I think Tom Ricketts. I don't have a real big problem with him, but. You gotta have thinner. You gotta have thinner skin sometimes when you're done with this shit. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what? Fuck it all, man, dude. You're a fucking billionaire. You fucking own the Cubs. You're doing what you think is right. You, you got the World skin? Series. Thicker. You got the world. No, you need thinner skin. Series. You should be more of an asshole about it when people give you shit. That's what he's trying no, to say. You know what? Just fucking laugh it off. If Joe's gonna make a joke about it, then fucking laugh it off. If people are gonna boo Marquis, laugh it off. Just fucking yeah. laugh. I agree, Crawley, and I don't even know if it was him who said he wasn't even there. They thought he was going to be there, so I'm not sure if they were like, "This is word from the Ricketts," or some PR person was like, "No jokes just about this." Don't do that. it. Yeah, it might have been. Out of, yeah, still covering their ass, just being like, yeah, "Oh God, I don't know yeah. what this guy's going to say." That's, He's a comedian. I don't know. That's what I think it was because in 2018 it was funny because I was talking to him beforehand. And what was interesting yeah. was I was giving him outs because we were talking for like 12 minutes. Right. And I remember being like, there's so many people here. He should be talking to instead of me. And I was even like giving it, him out so he didn't have to end the conversation awkwardly. Right. And then he, I said, so the network, is that going to happen? Because there was like whispers at the time because this was January of 2018. Right. And he goes, yeah, that seems to be the move, you know. And I'm like, all right. And he goes, well, I, and I joked about, hey, if you need someone to host a show. And he said, could you talk about baseball from November to March and be interesting? I'm like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 sure. And then I went up and I did my set, and that was like Rizzo wanted no holds bar that year. He wanted us to go right. hard. 
keep really because yeah. Brody because that's what Brody did when Brody hosted those before. Like he went down and after gotten he like he went off stage and got in the players' faces. It was like just roasting players right in front of them. It was ridiculous. Yeah, my buddy Chris Red did it that year in 2017. Yeah, I remember that. I was that year. He's on there. SNL now, Chris Red, right. and he was like. Dude, I went after Hayward so hard. Hayward jumped on stage and pretended like he was going to fight me. Yeah. Hayward wasn't. Hayward was kidding, right. obviously. But uh, there's like, you know, a cool clip on YouTube of that, I think. And anyway, so um, I went up and I had like a really like, I was hitting hard. You know what I mean? And uh, when I got off stage, and I and not to brag, but I killed. Everyone's like high-fiving me as it. I'm walking through. You got Rickett it. was like clapping. And I walked right by Rickens and said, don't worry. When I'm hosting a marquee, I won't swear as much. Nailed it. You know? um, yeah. So like he seemed cool. Um I agree with you though, Carly. There needs to be like some thinner skin, um, thicker, it's, it's thicker, thicker skin. I'm sorry. Just uh, <laughs> on the first one. Uh, <laughs> I think the meaning of this, you know, yeah, like it's definitely, yeah. I don't know, man. You guys have probably talked enough Cubs off season, but uh, no, 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 we really talked a lot. Here, here's the thing: nobody's ever going to be a hundred percent happy. You do what you got to do, and you just stand up for it, and you say, this is what I believe in, and that's it, man. And then let let the cards fall where they may. If people don't like it, they're not going to like it. If they if they think it – to me, it's just one of those things that don't get so fucking sensitive if Joe Killian's going to go and make a couple jokes on fucking stage. Fucking laugh about it. Joe Killian, get his name right. Show some respect. <laughs> but I can't even get my own name He's right. He's been dude. drinking. It's okay. I know. He's like, but, BK Wrigley is ruining this team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like the hey, thing, uh, whatever. I'm just telling uh, you, anybody, all Ricketts ever has to do is point, Let's be honest. All Ricketts ever has to do is point to the World Series trophy. That's all he's got to do. Yeah, I just dropped my thing. I was going to point to my is your White Claw okay? mural. Is your White Claw all um, right? My White Claw is good. Nice. Something else fell. Whatever fell didn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. We were all pissed off. I, I just thought it was a real... You know, I'm, I try to be a more optimistic Cubs fan. I used to be pessimistic, and then I joined Twitter, and everyone uh-huh. so pessimistic on Twitter made me become optimistic yeah, like, just for uh, my own sanity. Right. Um, yeah, dude, we were all pissed off with the offseason because it was two offseasons in a row of nothing. I just thought it was real short-sighted. Yeah. If, if you were going to be all like, we can't go over the luxury tax three years in a row because then the penalties become too crazy, then set, go all out the year before instead right. of just adding Daniel Descalso and, and – um, Brad, I can't remember like, his name now. Brad yeah, Brock Kimbrell then, and like why get Kimbrell oh, Brad Brock. Yeah, do do one or the other. Don't do two off seasons of very little fucking work, and yeah. then point and then and then really right. point to one bad contract, which now is Hayward because Darvish to me I think is a good contract. Oh, Darvish is good, yeah, right. I mean Hayward's yeah. still a bad contract. Kimbrell, yeah. if he could be the old Kimbrell, could be a good contract. The jury's out. But overall, there's not that many deals I look like, at where I'm like. Fuck that deal. And Hayward really might be Hayward. okay now. Like two years ago, like the last couple of years, it's been bad. But like, all right, and we got like, a world like series out of Hayward. Hayward. That speech was right. gold. So. And last oh, year I'm and this sure. year, it might be like okay. It might be like somewhat close to being worth it. But so, so Joe, Joe, out of all the players you've met so far, is there anyone that really kind of strikes you as being just like super cool, dude? I mean, Rizzo's cool as hell. Schwarber was cool as hell. Uh, yeah. Bryant, cool, but I didn't really. Brian was just more like, hey, great stuff, man, hilarious. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, dude, you know. So um, as far as, like, in-depth conversation, um, Ross, when he was a player, was like yeah. – I, I, I understand now why that guy was a backup catcher who reached celebrity status because mm-hmm. he does have a magnetic personality. He has this natural leadership thing. I mean, we heard what Brian said after that first meeting they had in spring training where he's like, I want to run through a wall. Um 
Let's see who was all cool. Um, but then Ross got COVID, like the first day of spring training. I think he probably did have COVID, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying in retrospect. He fucking oh, yeah. Everybody had a goddamn game with fucking we, coronavirus. This is not a good harbinger for the Chicago Cubs. I'm just saying. He, the man is, is patient zero. He, he, he started a global pandemic. Um, I'm saying. The man eats bats. The man eats bats. That's what I'm saying right here. Right now. Probably. As but far like, as but baseball bats, Woods like he just cool. baseball bats eats for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, just tears into a, a good old Louisville slugger. Before oh, there we go. I finally found what I dropped. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so distracted by what you're looking for. Yeah, it was killing like, me. I'm sorry. I was trying to ignore it, but it's it's this <laughs> external hard drive I have. Oh shit! You need uh, that. Yeah, you got bits on it. I've been uploading so much stuff yet for YouTube. Yeah, I've been that, seeing like, that. I've been, I've been watching that. Go yeah. to Joey's YouTube channel, everybody. Check yeah. it out. Plug, plug, plug. YouTube.com slash Joe Kilgallen. Can I type in right here so other people can see it? Oh, yeah, sure. put it in. Why not? Because I always forget whether it's K-I-L-L and then G-I-G-A-L-O-N. So, like, I forget where the double L's are going. That's what the I'm double saying. Double L's are in the back. Yeah. So, you, you don't want to kill a gallon. No, nah. kill gallon, one word. Yeah, but it's it's the K I L, which is one L up front, is like a real like Irish thing. It's like a boat. Kilkenny, it's like you want to kill, kill the boat, like you want to the, the the Straits of Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So where's Alan when you need him? Alan, we have yeah, like Irish. Yeah. yeah, I love his 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 sweet accent. He really did make it you feel bad for wanting to kill people with COVID. But yeah, he did. He went after us for it. I thought it was bullshit, but he went after us for it. Yeah, he definitely well, did. Yeah, the, the the thing I love about Alan is I don't understand a word he says, and yet he still seems to like me. So it's I about thirty percent. You know, I, I must. You know, he must think I'm listening to him because I'm not. Yeah. Danny, We're obviously I, responding I gotta, correctly. Hey, Danny, I got to say I'm impressed because I think I've peed like three times, and I think you've only peed two. I haven't peed at all this That's whole time. That's not a good thing. That means your metabolism sucks, and that your body's shutting down, and your fucking liver and kidneys don't work anymore. I've only had three two hearteds. But they're they're a good percentage. Your issue might be the. Uh, I'll do this shot, Canadian. Anybody doing a shot? I don't think I have any hard liquor left. You stopped, Stuart comes. I stocked in. up today. I went to the jewelers. Stuart, Stuart came in, had the birthday candle in the whipped cream, made us all do shots, and then fucking uh, started eating whipped cream and like passed out underneath his own bar. That sounds about right. I mean, that was that was incredible. Club four hundred represent represent. I did have a club four hundred beer tonight. Yeah, uh, have you tried uh, that yet, Joe? Uh, you haven't been out to close. I got a Stewart. Yeah, you gotta. We should all drive out there together. And how do you get that Club Four Hundred beer? That's cool as hell. Yeah, well, he, Stewart well, makes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen. And he like, gave it to Danny, and he gave it to us. All right, I'm envious it's, of Club uh, Four Hundred. Looks like the coolest yeah. place I've ever seen. Paul, it, no, I'm just out there next time. Paul Johnson has said it best. But he's basically our Ed McMahon. You know, he's like. We've reached this point of the broad. Hey, he's still with us, though. So yeah, nice. He's, he's still with. Yeah. Who? Who? Who's the idiot now, Paul? Right. Watching or us that are still doing it. Right. I was. For, I forgot we were on camera and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All I have to do is press end. Uh, end broadcast, and then the whole thing. And goes, no, no, no. We're not. Oh, Sarami, what? I made it. What? I made it. Look at oh, this handsome motherfucker. Our future drummer. I was looking at my phone and I was like, oh shit, I totally forgot. (laughs) Happy birthday, Danny. Thanks, brother. Um, How you doing? 
Good, good. This is awesome. This is a pretty sweet setup you got going here. I like this thing. It oh, it's, it's, it's basically well, they canceled outside the Ivy. You know, for those of you that don't know, wait, uh, Sweet what? Lou, breaking before. news. No, no, no. They, no the, the baseball. Yeah. Not canceled, canceled, but like you know what I mean. There's a fucking pandemic. And well, we clearly, all- there's no baseball. There's no baseball show. Right. Oh, yeah. Despite our best efforts to just put on a sketch show, they wouldn't let us do it. Yeah. Get- I've been. Right. Well, do I not contact them every day? They got airtime. I don't know why we can't do that, but okay. Michael, Michael can vouch for me. Do I not go into our uh, what? What do we use? The WhatsApp. We got a WhatsApp set up for outside the Ivy. And chat. every now and again, I'm like, I uh, write in there. I'm like, Hey guys, what if we did this? What if we did that? What are they? And they're like, Hold tight. But they, they say hold tight like two weeks later or yeah. something. So yeah. Like, but either hey, way, at least they didn't say you're fired. Fuck off. Like, yeah. No. I mean, they yeah. reached the other day, but Something's I, I happening. Wow. We are doing outside the Ivy uh, because they, because of the pandemic, they invented all this new shit where if you have a microphone and a computer, everybody's on zoom meetings. They're learning how to you know negotiate that situation, which yeah. is basically our show, except for that. We were actually sitting around a real table. <laughs> right. Yeah. Front of a fake green screen. Yeah, anyway. the table is the only part that's real of our entire set. Everything yeah. else is so just Michael, green. Michael, let, let me see if I got my memory correct here. 2015, you start Bleacher Nation and you are at social media night because Brett could not make it. Is that correct? I started Bleacher Nation. Yeah, that's for the record. Yeah. I'm 2015, Mike started. Michael Stanley started, founded he did it. Bleacher Nation. All by himself. Uh, made it what it is today. Oh, I like this. All by his lonesome. Uh, that was all me. I hired Brett, and you know he he wanted to be paid. I said it should be an honor just to work, Man, yeah. Right, so he exposure, with- enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I let yeah. him, I let him take the lead a little bit every now and then, and uh, but otherwise, since then, yeah, I've pretty much been running the whole show. I, I just remember a young Michael Ceremi at at Social Media Night 2015 mm-hmm. on, on top of the Jack Daniels patio before it became a club. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Right there. That was, yeah. yeah, that was the first year I, I was writing part time for Bleacher Nation at the time. That whole season, like January first is when I started. I was traveling for work and I was writing from hotel rooms during the week. And uh that was that was my first social media night, actually. I'm pretty sure. I might have gone in fourteen. No, Crawl, I think I might have gone the year before. Crawl, you got a picture of that shit? Is it uh, I do. I can try to. I, I can send it up. Yeah, I don't have it up. I load, but I can send it up. Yeah, yeah I'm that looking. Twenty fifteen. You sure? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure it's twenty fifteen. Yeah, we were upstairs and we were playing a trivia game. You had one table. I had a table. Danny had a table. Randall had a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a I, good time. That was great. I remember Luis was on my team during that, and I was extremely thankful first of all because he's like an encyclopedia you cannot oh my god i said you literally said that like you literally said that they said that like exact words it is it is it is very strange and on top of that i happen to be not that great at cubs history trivia especially like anything frankly like pre-1998 I might as well be not. It might as well be a different team. And I, they were like, "You three eighty four a trivia team, right?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, like no big deal." I have no idea. But we should have had some trivia questions to ask during just this just thing. just for the record. Randall finished first. I finished second. As far as that, same as what happened last. 
This mm-hmm. last year, although this last year was a little bit more devastating to me. Like beer okay. money also canceled. Yeah. I, uh, my, my microphone's not plugged in, but I want to look cool and have it here. So I'm just yeah. going to be talking into it. <laughs> I can do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Where's Big mics. Where's that pop filter you still owe me? I, <laughs> I got it right here. I have I actually, Michael borrowed a pop filter. Oh, there you go, Joe. Sometime and I was nice. Yeah, I gotta give Look you this. We're all such hey, professionals. Danny, happy birthday. Professionals. I will know. Yeah, happy birthday, birthday boy. I got one. I got happy like. Birthday. I seriously do not need my pop filter back. Goodbye. The, the, uh, fact, that's your birthday present for whenever your birthday is. Oh my when God. is your birthday? My birthday is October 29th. Also, that pop filter has COVID now. You don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah. It was, a, it was an early carrier. It, you, it ate bats like last March. <laughs> last spring training was like just out there at the fucking wet market. It was patient negative three. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It was COVID-17, bitches. Because <laughs> it's been 17. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that's not how it works. I know. It's funny, though. I saw someone say something like that. Like, you think they would have figured it out before the first 18? Yeah, it was like the fucking like Fox News people. They were like, yeah. oh, like, oh, it's been not, like idiots. I, I think like one Google search. Well, the difference is, is I said it not knowing that that's how it was set up. I said it as a joke, thinking that there were 19. I'd be like, you think they would have had it figured out before the first day. But I said it as a joke. They said it as like a point of political natural. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I was ignorant of it, too. Like, I'll admit, you know, I'd be like, well, I don't know why they call it COVID-19. I'm like, right. oh, yeah, 2019. Like, sorry. I was you guys, we got like one minute left of this show. So we do. Yeah. Why do we have one minute left? I mean, it's yeah. like 10 o'clock. That's when we said it was ending. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it does end at 10. Well, uh, no, but, it, but I think we could go uh, longer if we want to. Like, we uh, should, That's right. why we should just go to the after party, bro. Yeah, that's right. There is an after party. We should just end this podcast whole thing. I don't know. I just totally found a picture of fucking a young Michael Ceremi. Oh, that was not them. This, this is That was the Zoom Lee. chat. That was our two-person Zoom party going on. Right. Crawley's gonna. No, this was uh, what was this? Twenty sixteen. It's coming. It's, what are you looking? At? Are we looking at your phone? <laughs> I'm going to put it up. I'm going to put it up under brand. Yeah. And I'm gonna put this young Michael Ceremi like ready to conquer the world. Crawley, we gotta hire you an intern just for when you get. This drunk. is going great. <laughs> just actually. Paint us a picture with your words of what it looks Yeah, like. use your... Use Come on, your man, use. Yeah, what colored trousers does he have? Yeah, with the socks. <laughs> yeah. Socks, black shoes, white. Black shoes, white, you know? No, no, no. He, and I'm telling you, Michael looks sharp. Like, he look, I, I remember this distinctly because Brett, at the time, could not make it. Did he have, what, a child? Um, what month? Was Probably. It? I mean, September, either so. like lawyer stuff or child stuff. Yeah, he might have. I know. Yeah, I know he wasn't there. I know Luis and I. Luis and I didn't know each other that well at the time. Um, we knew each other a little bit, but not as well as we do now. Before and, uh, the Ivy. Yeah, that was before the Ivy. Right. We should make a fake documentary about like our. Oh my God. <laughs> we literally have nothing else to do. Uh, we could have like talking heads, like sitting in a chair. You could, you got to show me like an iPad of Brett saying something about me, like uh, thirty for thirty of the last year of outside the Ivy. Yes. Oh my god, that'd be great. Uh, that's so stupid. That that'd be hilarious. I miss our show, though, man. 
I do too. I mean, we had a lot of fun. We had Kaplan on um, the rant today, the Evan Altman show that they, I mean, oh, it's basically right. this show is outside the Ivy. Uh, the the rant show is outside the Ivy. I'm on all the outside the Ivies now, apparently. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be five more within the next two weeks. Yeah. Other, and maybe I'll be on some of those too, at least as a guest. But it's it's funny because I, I, I don't think like we invented three guys sitting around talking, nor did we. Yes, in- you did. <laughs> before that, never. No two, ever did that before. No. Ever. Three guys? Maybe like two guys, maybe four guys, three though. That's insane. Yeah, both look good. Oh my god, we looked exactly the same. Yeah, you guys didn't Michael age at all. Ferrelli. That was like that was like went across the street to. That was literally uh, like a last year. That's a tighter haircut back then, though. A little tight, a little tight. Yeah. And there's Maurice right. Like he just got out of the military. Yeah. I remember what he was wearing. Like he just got out of the air force. He got a tight cut. Yeah, dude, that looks good. Good. So and but. We didn't. We didn't invent, invent three guys talking about. It. We we did invent three guys with badges and earpieces sitting. Around. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Talking in in uh, in clothes that uh, weren't at least business casual. Right. Exactly. No, really it was casual. Shit. Casual. Yeah. Athletic no. casual. But casual no. athletic. But it was basically a podcast that we filmed, and it was really cool that NBC like let us do it. And I, I, fe- I feel like we all felt lucky to be the guys that got picked mm-hmm. on it, you know. And uh, but we had a we had a great year, and like between like hanging out with like Kaplan, and I just talked to him today, and he told us, and I I thanked him today, basically like from us to be like, you know what 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 felt great about being with him is like he could have big timed us like the whole time like i don't want to sit around in this green room with these fucking idiots and men on his phone and like pulling rank all over the place but he did not he hung out he was michael you got him in trouble because you're the one that looked up uh you darvish's pitch selection that night in the green room you looked it up and you just gave him the facts yeah (laughs) oh god damn mike and I don't know if we Webber. all know. Let, let, let's get I on this here. All right, yeah. Joe remembers this was a, a huge blow up because it like hit the next day like a motherfucker. But you looked up. What do you remember the specifics? Like uh, a, with like two strikes, you never throw the off speed. You threw the fastball, and you Darvish was like, "That's a split finger" or something like that. I, you know, I can't remember exactly, and I don't want to throw Cap under the bus. But sometimes he has a tendency to take the one stat that I say about something and he, and he focuses in on it. And then it's like, you watch his show and it was like, that was the, that, the, the a block of the show. And you're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. I was just like offhand looking at fan grabs for five minutes. I wasn't like, like I got Sarami. Fuck you, bro. I got you, bro. Eat the shit. He would be like, text me what you just said. And I was like, okay. And then you see on the show, like in between takes, he's like looking at his phone and then he says it. And I'm like, like, Oh, oh I no. got the fucking nerd. You got fucking own nerd. Yeah. <laughs> So that was fun. But, yeah, he was literally couldn't be nicer. Uh, definitely could have been tough. So, same thing with the Jesus. Like, just the two chillest dudes that were very friendly. And, like, we were arguing and yelling in their little green room with the nice chairs. And well, we were laughing. And, uh, and they loved it. We were laughing before because Lou is in here telling the story about when uh, Ozzy Guillen got in your face. And like Michael's sitting in this chair, and Ozzy Gian's like using Michael for a prop. And he's just in his face. He's like, and then he said, nah, 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 and when nobody can understand a word Ozzy's saying, and Did Michael you kiss him? didn't know what to do. And he's like, you know, no, you know 
he's like back in the chair, like you know, glued into the corner of the chair, which is just freaking lots of great moments, you know. But yeah, we had it. I mean, yeah, it was, I I miss doing that shit. I I I even miss Ozzy, even though he made me leave the room a couple times. Yeah. He made oh, you leave. He was like, get out. No, no, no I. Oh. His, I was like, enough of this. He was like, I can't have it anymore. I got to get out of here. I don't know if I can play for Like, honestly, I'm a baseball player. Ozzie Gee is the manager of that team. I'd be like, cool, cool. I don't know if I can be on that team. Like, I would maybe. See, now that guy won a, a damn World Series. Like, how much does, how much, how much do managers matter, really? No, I mean, listen, they, they got to matter. But I could say with certainty. I mean, there's What's the percentage? Like, Quantify it. I, all I know is that Ozzie Gian obviously knows something about managing a baseball team, but there's definitely stuff about baseball, like, like analytics. Let's just to keep it right. really simple. That yeah. he definitely doesn't understand. No, I have no idea. Right. Like, he doesn't like, care to either. He says stuff, and I'm like, I'm yeah, actually like, pretty it. certain you're wrong about that. And I, right. I, I'm not going to say I know more about baseball than I might don't. But there's there's a gap in knowledge at some point, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like the Venn diagram. You guys have two different circles of baseball knowledge. Right? Mm-hmm. I met him. I, I will say he's a he's a guy that will poke your chest when you talk to him. Oh yeah, yeah. he no, does. I met him at Ryan Dempster's. I did like I did like what Brody Stevens used to do. I did like this, the warm up before Dempster's first oh. off the mound show. He did at the Vic. Oh yeah, you were doing work for that. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, what sucks was so the the version of the marquee that Dempster's doing now is just kind of like this. Yeah. Or um. The version of Off the Mound that Dempster's doing on Marquee Network mm. is basically this. Yeah, he was going to do it live in like a studio with an audience, yeah, right? And I was going to be the warm up guy for that. So, oh, oh shoot, I could have been that audience like every day. Let's go. Like. Yes, yeah, it sucks. There, yeah. Anyway, though, but uh, Ozzy Gein was on the first one and really nice dude. But when he like got passionate, so he's like, yeah, 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 and you're like, fuck, dude, like, you know what I mean? He's like, he's got like a Joe Pesci energy, like when Joe Pesci was young. This is Napoleon shit, man, because he's a tight, small guy, you know. Like, like, I got the power. I'm the captain now. He can play too. I mean, he must have been a scrappy. He played shortstop, right? Short, yeah, yeah, short, yeah. The guy, yeah. Really but, I, but I will tell you, I know that Cap gets a lot of shit. But I, as you guys have both brought up, I've met Cap and talked to Cap for. You're talking about 20, 30 years I've known Cap. You know, you can't meet a nicer guy, a guy that's not going to big time you, a guy that, that that literally, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, his job is to make noise on the air, and that's what that's that's his role, you know. And, and but I think that he really truly is a good guy, and and I'm glad that he was able to kind of treat you guys with the respect that you deserved. Oh, we felt it right away. He is, he's seriously, he'll still, he'll still drop a line sometime and be like, Hey, if you need anything, uh, or like, Hey, I heard this just so you know, here's a thing. Like, you know, nothing huge, but like, it's just like the fact that he still goes out of his way to reach out or Danny, he does a bunch of videos you've done. Yeah, like, he'll, he'll do anything I ask him. I guess. I mean, yeah. He, that's he, crazy. He, he knew him for one year. He acts like we're your friends. For, he swore on a video for you. I yeah, would do you know, I just know a lot of people like to talk shit about him, and I'm like, yeah. you, you don't even know the guy. That. No, like, I, I'm a huge. I got smushed in a crowd on the on the lower level with him and DeJesus one, so it's like, oh hey guys, what's up? And they were just like, hey, what's, what's going? I'm just telling you that 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 Kaplan will talk to anybody, kind of give his opinion yeah. to anybody. He's just a lot more fun guy. Yeah, he has to be over the top sometimes because that's kind of sometimes what the gig. Yeah. It's literally his job. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But at the same time, to me, I've met him. I've met his son. I've met his wife. As good a person as you can meet. 
Yep. You know what? If everyone likes you, you're probably not that good at your job. Right. You're yeah. Jay Leno. Exactly. You're born. You have yeah. to have some people <laughs> not like you. Like, yeah. God, I fucking hate A certain you. percentage shouldn't. Like, I hate Jay Leno, too. Yeah. That fucking big chin motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what's bigger, his chin or his mm. goddamn forehead. Like, oh, man, I like cars. I like cars. Man, I like cars. Yeah, well, he, he, well, talk about somebody getting big time. <laughs> My my friend Johnny, who is a frequent guest, he's, he's our, my Nationals fan friend, one of my oldest friends, my old drummer. Johnny Adamapia. Adamapia. He comes on Sun Ranzo Show all the time. Anyway, he moved out from New York to L.A. to do the Tonight Show. He's a producer on the Tonight Show. He's oh, a fine producer. He, like, works on the show, like, you know, makes the show happen. He moved out to L.A. to take over Jay Leno's job, and within three months, everybody had lost their jobs. And he had moved across the country and half the staff did. So fuck Jay Leno. Yeah. And, um, yeah. If you take anything from this three hour and 10 minute. It's uh, fuck, Jay fuck Jay Leno. Fuck Jay Leno. I would rather listen to Jeff Garland than Jay Leno. Oh. Real quick though, oh. Hawk Harrelson or Jay Leno? Oh, shit. That, 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 that's getting tough. Yeah, death is the option. Hey, yeah. You see this? You hear about this? That's my Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a, a question that you missed earlier, and, and maybe this is how I'd love because it's a it's a bullshit birthday anyway. I'm 46. Nobody cares about a 46 year old. I mean, it's, it's pretty I, old. Yeah, it's you did a, great. No, no, you, a lot of people. I had a wonderful birthday. Like people came and sang to me. You know, uh, in the, the alley. In the alley, the theater came and sang to me. I had like nine people. All my neighbors got on the decks and sang to me. Yeah, you know, I did. Yeah, exactly. Everybody fucking came. It was fucking beautiful. I got two floors down. In fact, like this this cupcake here, I saved it. Oh yeah, uh, made. I my got the food. I got the jewel for you. <laughs> oh, I thought you. I was gonna say you baked them. You no, I didn't fucking bake it. Are you stupid? Like you where did I get that frosting jewel. from? Like yeah, I went to the jewel. I got the gloves. Don't worry, it's fine. Well, I don't know about the jewel people. That's where COVID lives, dude. That's eh, it's fine. <laughs> Just fucking eat the cupcake. It got cooked. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're good. It was, now you got me worried about. It. I was just gonna pound into it and get Dude, the just pound it. Just pound it. Right, you've well, worked long enough. Covid doesn't live in cupcakes. It's I got a not shot. Been proven by science. If I take a bite of this and I take a shot of that, well, oh, I, we're doing shots. Well, we no, should, no, probably, should we end this on? Should we end this on this toast? Here? Yeah, I think we should end it on a toast. And should I go get a? Should I go get a drink? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Michael. Go and go think of who you would thing. kill for COVID. Right. What are we gonna talk about? Until yeah, we yeah. Until we yeah, we'll back. What do we got? No, I do want. I do want to say something, man. I've been on since seven o'clock, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been a fun time, Danny. Uh, like as a friend, you, and I'm getting sentimental here because I've had oh, a few. Oh shit! We're mush time. Here we go. Here we go. Should I no. play playing catcher as a fat kid again? To get I'm not going to make fun of you for playing the catcher's fat catcher, but no, honestly, man, like, it, like, fat. like I, I, I kind of wrote a little something on Twitter today about you and threw some pictures on there just about like, uh, just how we've kind of always, it's weird is Danny and I kind of grew up very close to each other. We went to high schools right across from each other. We kind of were in the same orbit for all these years and it was the Cubs that always brought us together. But, but Danny, in honesty, man, it, you're such a good person, and you have such a good heart. And the way that you, um, the way that you treat people and and think of other people, it really kind of has tried to make me a better person. And I, you know, I don't know what, what else I can say more than that. That that what what an honor it is 
to be your friend, man. It's just, it's, it's a true, great. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. It's just that. You're a good man. Happy Danny. birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, dude. Fuck you guys. Happy birthday. Fuck <laughs> you, dude, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. This is only for the camera. You stuck. Yeah. I want to thank all you guys for, I've only been part of Cubs Twitter like the last like 18 months or so, two years, but it's been a lot of fun because Twitter could be a dark place, but I, I really look forward to all the, the takes from you guys because I can tell you guys are real passionate fans, even when we're down in the dumps and being like, what the fuck? We're not signing anybody. You guys are all great. You guys are good writers. Uh, Cerami, I don't know you as well, but I've been reading your shit for a long time, man. So good stuff. I appreciate it. So Rami's super smart. I mean, he's basically the the go to guy for David David Kaplan, uh, uh, and um, but Joe also like I'm sorry I'm hearing an echo and it's c- confusing me. But uh, Joe, uh, I I think that you're a great voice in in what we do. And t- what's your podcast that you talk about the Cubs? Um, well, it's on delayed right now. It's called Comedians Talking Baseball. Yeah. Um, we haven't recorded one in a while, but we're trying to revamp it. Do you guys follow? I'll, I'll give a little sneak peek. Uh, the podcast, The Dollop. Do you guys know that podcast? Nah. It's like a history podcast. It's pretty popular. Me and my friend, my buddy is a comedian in LA, Mike Bridenstein. We want to do one that's like a baseball version of that. Okay. Where that way every episode could kind of like, we'll cover what's going on today, but the bulk of the episode will be something from the past. Right. Because he's like a, he's, he comes up, he'll text me like an article where it's like, dude, this is what happened in the 1904 World Series. This one backup catcher like spit dip in the umpire's eye and there was a big brawl. And it's like, how the fuck do you find out this information? And the stories are always amazing. So hopefully we're going to get that going soon. Um, and that's simply comedians talking baseball. The episodes are backlogged. We did a lot last season. And then my main podcast where I talk about just everything, uh, it's called Kilgallen's Pub, where when I was when I was going to a studio, I would drink with my guest and we would talk about like bar stuff. So some of the conversation would be like perverted and then we'd get into some serious stuff and then we'd talk sports and then yeah. yeah. Like it's just talk about whatever you talk about in a bar, that's what we would do, but we'd record it. Love that. Yeah, it's fun. It's a quality podcast. I've right, let's let's keep talking about the Cubs. Someday there will be Cubs baseball again. We can all go see a goddamn fucking baseball game. In the meantime, oh my God. yeah, I know it's it seems crazy, but um, I'm, I'm glad we didn't really talk about that that much tonight. We mostly talked about like I mean, we got plenty of time to talk about that. Apparently, I know, well, but we we got all this time to talk about tonight uh, our friendships and uh, you know how we all know each other and all the cool shit we've done together. There. There's been tears shed, laughs had, drinks drank. Um, you know, I just, I really just appreciate all my drinks. We got, we got the Zoom party. We got one guy There's still. One up. guy left. It's Pete. <laughs> what up, Pete? Pete in the Pete. Zoom. Pete, Pete, Pete. Pete. It might he's, be on a delay. He's gonna look up from his phone in a second. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story about. I'll Pete tell you when he does someday. I, I know Pete well, but I've known Pete for a long time. But look uh, up, Pete. He yeah. hasn't looked up yet. Yeah, there's uh, Williams. me, Crawley, Mitch Williams. And, uh, you know, just a lot of fucking wild things. Look at all these fucking times we've he had. He hasn't looked. Yeah, Crawley. Oh, now he's looking. Now he's looking. Get him. Get him. There we are. P- there's Pete. Pete's no, in. Crawley's going down, showing us all the fucking fun times. Keep going, Car- Crawley. I know you're slow on the trigger right now, but. Uh, no, I, 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 I got plenty. Oh, look at it. Cubs caroling. We got Bill Sugas in the front oh, there. That's great. <laughs> We got Corey and Tom. You know, that's before COVID. These are the 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 PC days, the pre-COVID days. Yeah. You know, look at look at us all just not social distancing. 
Got mm-hmm. Brandon Stall there, Crawley. Who's that guy in the right? Me and Crawley. Again. That, that it was, uh, is it, we, uh, right, who cares? Keep going. This was Cubs caroling a few years back. This was your first right here. This was the, uh, the first uh, unconventional. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't remember it at all. Oh, yeah. There we are at Stewart's the basement. There we are at social media night. There's uh, Nate. Ice skating. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I don't look too happy. You guys went ice skating? Yeah. Dude, we're, we are fucking, <laughs> the fucking queer. So, so you guys get hot chocolate, too? And shit? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Here's the story is that we're at Lucky Door, right and I'm drinking this whiskey butts. drink right here, and uh, I fell down a whole bunch of times that night. <laughs> I can see that. Hey, you really do suck at ice skating. No, I'm really good at ice skating. I'm just not good at drunk ice skating. And, like, walking while you're drunk also. It's Who's that great. guy in the back with the tongue? Is it? And I'll say this, Crawley, like what? It's Kyle Hendricks. No. Three years running. <laughs> Crawley, Crawley, like, sleeps in front of the door at Cubs convention for the, uh, you know, just to get in early. And, uh, you know, three years running, he let me sneak down front, and he pretended like I belonged there, and I did not. Look at us. Oh, dude, I don't show that picture. I got to get it. Oh, it looks nice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back, 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 back. Yeah, nice. Jack Daniels, girls. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Where's Jack. Nicole? Where's Fuck. Nicole? Oh, she's on that picture. Oh. Next year day. Do you remember that one? I don't. I don't even remember this moment. I don't remember that either. That looks cold. That's the say, yeah. I recognize that dartboard anywhere. Stroke. This is beautiful. Hats to the left. I feel like a Green Day song should be playing right now. Yeah, right? Wait. Another photograph. (laughs) There you go. The road. I'm wearing my John Baker Day shirt just by chance. Look how bad I was. Evan Altman. Don't ask why. Stuart, these are great. Thanks for uploading all these, Crawley. Yeah, you've always documented everything. That was two years ago, John Baker Day, because I'm fat. I mean, yeah, kudos I, on the weight loss. I didn't want to say it, but I noticed. <laughs> uh, dude, I got it, it's kind of crazy, but like a year ago, I got super sick and ended up in the hospital. The same hospital that's a main COVID hospital right now here, Weiss Hospital, if you know it up here on the just north of me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's what happened. I just I I I got sick and I and they and they have no answer for me. I had a mysterious virus, and it allowed me to be thin on TV last year. Were you patient zero? I I could have been like they. I had a mysterious virus that they never. (laughs) Oh, oh fuck. Wait, you had COVID back Clark last week in March, dude? Rocket 19. You Rocket 19, baby. <laughs> Holy fuck. I said, look, I got my John Baker. I never even thought out. about that, but goddamn. I know, but I had it, but it was a completely different symptoms. But you see what it does to kids. You know, like they get like fucking weird toes and shit. Inflammatory like syndromes. Yeah, kids get like weird toes. Old people just die. And like the middle people, uh, I don't know, they don't feel good for a while. Sometimes they lose a limb. Yeah, my wife's a nurse, and there's still a lot now. they don't know about this stuff. Yeah, I I know, Joe. You, you're what you're like. Is your wife dealing with COVID patients every day? Yeah, she's on the COVID floor mostly. She works at the oh. Northwestern Hospital up in Lake Forest, though. 
<laughs> oh. So if you know any conspiracy theorists out there, tell them it's real. Yeah. Oh, look at that cute kid. <laughs> look at that fat boy. Yeah. Why do you have hey, such Danny, dramatic- how about sorry to change the subject, but um how about that that dude this guy Randy, he's a DJ in Pittsburgh. He oh, knew yeah. your old band. Dude, I, I I know that I dated his sister. Holy <laughs> shit. What? Yeah, I that's, that's the craziest small world stuff. I think I retweeted you or did they retweeted each other and he was like, wait a minute, is this Danny Rocket from God the Band? Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dude. I just know him as Danny, the uh, cool dude who's a big Cubs fan like me. Like I knew you were I knew you were a great musician, but I didn't know you were in a band that was like had oh, some God, yeah. Dude, yeah, we played big God the Band. Time. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that guy. And um Yeah, his sister was cool too. And uh I remember one night Hello. we we, sk- we skinny dipped at uh Coney Island. Hello. Nice. Danny Rocket has more stories, has accomplished more in his the last 46 years of life than I could in 10 lifetimes. Uh, I like drinking. You know, just, name a location Danny has done something to be arrested for in that location. Yeah, I'd be like, I've oh, literally man. never skinny dipped in my life. Really? Never even thought about never? it. Never? Drinking. You never you gotta try it. It's fun. All right, this is kind of like, yeah, you know what? Let's get it right now. You need some picks. It's not, it's whatever. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're in a, 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 I don't know, if you're in a rock band, you're running around the country and that's been your choice. That's your choice. Like, Joe, you probably toured with comedy. You're like, you guys get into some shit, you know? Oh, yeah. A lot of dumb stuff. A lot of dumb shit. And you're just nothing else to do. I mean, like, you're in a city. What else are you going to do? I mean, it's part of why you choose it. I mean, the reason I got dumb stories, I chose to go out there and get a bunch of fucking dumb stories because I'm a fucking alcoholic and I enjoy performing. And so, happy birthday, happy birthday, motherfucker! I mean, shit. Like, I mean, what did I do tonight? Like, we had a show. It's three and a half hours long. Like, I'm yeah. fucking Bruce. Where's the end? Is twenty three minutes ago. You know what I mean? And and all I did was get drunk and hang out with my friends. And like, you know, there's That's a show, beautiful. You know, so there's me and Crawley. Uh, at the last baseball game ever played. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. I mean, like, it was not that long ago, but there was Weird. a – I don't even remember who won because – and you could tell by Crawley's face that he didn't even remember who would play. Because you, you got the corona <laughs> since then. Nice. Exactly. Actually, I saw some – You got the antibodies, though. So cool. Danny, do you have the video of the Bye Bye American Pie from that day? Yeah, I watched that oh, one. Oh, God. I don't. Um, I don't have any of that up. No, <laughs> I, I should have. I, I should have. I, I thought of doing this last night, and I was like, and uh, you know, this is know. a well-produced show from being done last. If, night. If, uh, that's how that's how life's got to be done. It's, it's all last minute now. We got to be we got to be nimble, people. Special, we got to be fucking real. Yes, we got everything now and react to. We got Baker. What happened? To, we should got Baker. Yeah, I, I didn't even ask him because you know, I, I you know, I I wanted to keep this. Do it. What is he doing? He's not. Yeah, he was doing out, but you know, you know, I, I wanted to keep this in my in my sphere. We'll call him. We'll call him later. All right, let's do a shot for your birthday. Happy birthday, Danny! You're a fucking hell of a guy. Forty six years old. You guys, yeah. All right, enjoy. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna end the broadcast, and we can still stay up. I'm in the broadcast. Good night, everybody. Everybody, join the Zoom. Happy I got a bounce, but I love you guys. Good night. See you, Joe. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, see you later. It came right out of the blue. It's fucking me. It's fucking you. What a
goddamn motherfuck surprise Churches cancelled, stores are closed Nobody can pick their nose And now you gotta stay the fuck inside Stay the fuck inside For a ride No more shows or restaurants Scared ass fuckers buying guns And now you gotta stay the fuck inside Stay the fuck inside Little virus that's contagious in me And they're telling all the people to stay in quarantine And if you're talking to somebody, leave some space in between So we gotta help each other out and change our routine Till we flatten out the curve or invent a vaccine Slather on the sanitizer to keep your hands clean Is the craziest fucking shit that I've ever seen Nobody wants to get corona It'll kill you Especially if you're older So everybody stay at home And spend the next two weeks alone Stay the fuck inside Ooh, you gotta stay inside We're gonna stay the fuck inside
The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.